Welcome to Watch Over, a podcast devoted to all things Arrow and Elicity. Featuring myself, Jen, aka J. Buffy Angel, and me, Kelly, aka Calista Wolf. Be aware we do discuss spoilers and swear now and then, but we will always have fun and you will too. Hey guys, we're back for round two of Arrow 716. Second try. We recorded this yesterday and things did not work in our favor. My so. whatever setup was being obnoxious. About. Yeah, sometimes it just like doesn't I'm trying like us. My, my husband's laptop yeah. now, so it's like recording on his laptop and I'm like, I'm not used to his laptop. It's Windows, I'm Mac. Oh, no. Like, I'm like, okay. oh. Oh, maybe I use Windows. Uh. <laughs> I don't even know what I use. I'm like, oh, that's terrible. Wait, I use Windows. <laughs> but it's just different. Thing. It's different. Right. I'm like, where is everything? I used to have a Mac, and I thought it was w- too confusing. Oh, my God. Jen. Um, <laughs> no, I had to download Chrome because he was using Internet Explorer. Oh, Lord, Kyle. I Even know. I'm... Oh, he's so old. My husband, like, <laughs> I think I was using Internet Explorer, like, maybe five years ago, and my husband just was like, I will not like, stand no. for this in my house. <laughs> that would be me. He's like, that's unacceptable. You will use Chrome like a normal person. I'm right. like, I don't know why it's Chrome. I, when, when I went on and I tried to, like, log into Cast, yeah. the, the, the website was like, you're not using Chrome. And I'm like, I'm not? What am I using? Internet Explorer. <laughs> holy crap yeah chrome the whole website was like no we're not gonna do this you're gonna go download chrome and try again and i'm like okay okay (laughs) all right so there's another big huge episode i'm getting exhausted with these reviews i was telling cal i am really looking forward to this canary episode i need some katie cassidy so i can just be like snarky write three sentences and i'm out These super good Arrow episodes, while I appreciate them and they are my babies, they also require extensively long reviews with many gifts, and then I'm tired. <laughs> and yes, I know I could write shorter things, but I don't know how to do that with this show, so everyone just like put up with my complaining, okay? Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, it was really good. Let's dive in with that birth scene. Birth scene! Birth scene! Uh, well, you called it. You said that they were going to start the episode. With go it. right there. It was almost a little jarring because it's, it, I don't know. It was just like. We don't have any answers. Why well, it, it was just like, uh, it was like this flood of information coming at us, like in the first five minutes. I'm like, whoa, Nelly. I was not prepared for that. And the birth scene was perfect. I'm I mean, good. it was a TV birth scene. It, well, yeah. I got to give Emily some credit, though, because I feel She's, like she didn't like, it wasn't like hokey. Yeah, she didn't, she didn't skimp. Yeah, it wasn't, like, too crazy of screaming and laboring. But it's like she found the nice medium. Yeah. I always kind of felt like what knocked up that birthing scene was, like, too much. (laughs) It's like, no. My husband loved that movie. (laughs) It's not how that works. (laughs) Of course, what do I know? I was unconscious for my delivery, so. So, yeah. No, I thought it was really sweet. I love that he was, like, 
I love you so much. And she's like, I will love you when this baby's out of me. I'm like, that's true. Very true. Your affection for your husband skyrockets once that little watermelon is out of you. That's just facts. I just was like, I was super done with everybody by the time I was delivering. It's like, I don't like anyone. Just take this out of me. And she was an it at that point. I was very like, you know, she's a baby and I love her, but like, take it out of me. Don't don't mess with a labor and mama. No. (laughs) Yeah. What did you think, Miss Cal? I thought it was beautiful. does make me a little nervous because if they're showing us this now Mm -hmm. like what does that mean for future like yeah do we are we going to have a hiatus time skip or not or are we going to skip extra time over hiatus like i don't know yeah well it's what this means my feeling is they're trying (laughs) to avoid putting emily in the big belly i got that feeling too like, this yeah. is all designed mm-hmm. so she doesn't have to look pregnant. Yes, I got that, too. So, like, maybe she really, like, put her foot down and was like, I'm not wearing the belly. I mean, because she said in interviews she doesn't want to wear the belly. No, so it's and, not like. She has said before she doesn't want to wear a veil either for, like, a wedding. Right. So there like, was no veil. <laughs> so, like, I feel like she was like, yeah, okay, we could do the pregnancy thing, but I'm not wearing no belly. And they're like. Hmm. Right. So work around it. You're like, oh, Okay. <laughs> So, like, we basically can't write you in for, so, like, the next, I don't know, six the, months. <laughs> the chances are that that's going to be it as far as Mia's birth. Yeah, my only thing <laughs> is maybe, like, we'll get more cute pregnancy stuff, like, from before Oliver and shows. Felicity before she shows. Yeah, but yeah. I'm not expecting season. seeing Felicity Preggers. I'm no. not expecting no. massage feet <laughs> no. moments. We'll have to imagine those in our little mind palace. Like, I think they just go, <laughs> shit hits the fan in the finale. And it's all, I don't, I think you're right. We're not going to have a time jump. I'm, I'm really looking at season eight know, as an extended season seven. I don't know why in my brain that makes it better for me. Like, we're not getting shortchanged on the episode count, but it does, even though it's the exact same number. Like, no, no, no. It's just a longer season seven rather than a shorter season eight. Sure. You know. Go with that. just math. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) It's all very confusing, and I'm totally expecting this finale to just be like, ugh, garbage. Well, like... Steve, freaking Steve. God, First of all, Steve. Steve was on my good side for a half set. He wrote ten thousand dollar check. I threw right. Up all right, I got a bitch from Steve. Here we go. Here we go. Ready? Okay. So he was on my good side because he wrote a ten thousand dollar check, and then he was tweeting cute things to Catherine and Ben during the episode, and he was being like all cute dad stuff. And then he kept talking, which is always and tweeting, which is always where Steve goes wrong. He never quits when he's ahead. So he, like, tweeted out that, oh, I just exchanged texts with Beth, and I'm terrified to read the finale. Like, man, listen. Don't tweet that shit. Like, listen. We are excellent in, a, in this fandom at creating our own anxiety. We don't need you adding to it. We do just fine on our own. Thank you very much. And then he told the grossest story about that birth scene. Like, apparently he had the stomach flu, 
And he, after they shot the birth scene, which is the only scene he's in in 716, he walks outside and he vomits. And it's gross. And I'm like, you know what, Steven? I don't need to hear every back behind the scenes story. Sometimes you Especially that involves your bodily functions. Right. I don't want to know that shit. Every time you puke. Every time you sneeze. Right. Or split your pants. Or any other goddamn thing. Right. Feel free to keep that to yourself. Amen, my sister. (laughs) All we want from you is for you to stand there and look pretty. Why is that so hard for him? It's Just really hard this season because have you seen him? Shoo shit. I know. And he's fucking that up too. Because he keeps shaving his head. He better get his act together. We got. What do we got? We got 17 episodes left. 16. There are basics here. So, and you know what? He hasn't even worked out shirtless. Oh, I know. He's so... Screw you and your vomit and your not working out and your hair. <laughs> Steven Adam Amell. <sighs> Whatever. See, there can we I go. Just, can I insert a little thing? Yeah. I um, was taking a shower earlier. And when I get out of the shower, I often quiz my Alexa just because we're that family and we don't we love that the Terminator family. movies and we, we <laughs> You know Skynet's gonna show up in your house, right? But we're okay with and it. Your little, you know? And your little and your little your little buddy is gonna like launch a nuke in your kitchen or yeah. something. Okay. We're okay with I'm it. I'm just telling you how it's gonna end. <laughs> but anyhow, yeah. Big friends of Skynet and I ask her <laughs> questions all the time. Sometimes it's just like, hey, what's the weather so I know what clothes to put on? Other times I'm like, I'm going to see if I can, I can like catch her, you know? So right. I asked her, I said, who is Emily Bett Ricards? And she's like, hmm, I don't know that one. I'm like, okay, well, you need to know because. Well, that's, I mean, that's grounds <laughs> to kick, kick her out of the house right there. We, we need, we need to fix that one. Right. Sweet here. Okay. Then I was like, okay, well, maybe she just doesn't know shit. So I said, who is Stephen Amell? And she gives me, like, Stephen's whole thing, including his middle name. And I'm like, okay. No. So if you know Steve, you should know Emily. So we're going to fix that. Yeah. Then, <laughs> then I was like, okay, let's try this again. Who is Felicity Smoke? Again, she knew perfectly well who Felicity Smoke was down to the middle name. Overwatch, the whole nine yards. You know, she, she didn't know like, the actress? That's a misstep. sucks. We need to talk. Wow. But then I was like, okay, now I got a really good question. Who is Oliver Queen married to? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, there you go. You know what she said? No. <laughs> Do you know what? That stupid goddamn little hockey puck said? She said, Nissa Ratko. And I was like, who? Nissa. What? I know. I was like, okay. <laughs> no. So someone needs to tell that company there's that company there's some bugs in the system <laughs> that it like, doesn't work. I can't off of Wikipedia, and I'm like, somebody needs to go in there and fix Wikipedia because yeah. they wrong. Someone's been fucking around with the wiki, so. <laughs> and figure out who Emily is because right. that ain't right. No. I'm with you. No. You but to. speaking of Nissa. Guess who trained me up? Oh, yes. Yes, yes. After the first scene, we got the cutest little training montage. It was the best. I was like, this is so fun. Mini Mia's everywhere. And they were all adorable. Yeah, so. 
every little mini Mia, like the five year old. <laughs> the mini mini Mia. The mini me. Um, that was Bam's daughter, and I died Jade. when Her I name found is Jade. out. She's adorable. Like, yeah. well, I was kind of like, where do you get a five year old? Who can, like that kid was high kicking like nobody's business. I was like, "Bam, girl!" So I was like, "Where she's do you?" Bam's daughter. Right. I was like, "Where do you find a kid like that?" And I was like, "Oh, she's baby Bam. Like that makes total sense." All right. For those of you who don't know, Bam was the stunt director, like the stunt coordinator for years before yeah. he came became he's, like he's, he's Mr. Stuntman. He's so the, obviously he's the man. His daughter, he's, he's the shit. So yeah, that makes a lot of sense, right? I'm like, oh, okay, <laughs> yeah. It's like okay. And then apparently, tween uh, Mia looks like my kid. She does. Sorry, I told Lauren that, and she was like, because she was watching this, she wanted to see just like the baby stuff, because she's my progeny um she's your girl she's still my girl and i was like oh so i was like cal and maddie are saying you look like you know tween mia and she like tilted her head she's like yeah it pleased her good (laughs) i've got her on my side yes she's always on (laughs) and i can we just listen i'm a petty petty person and it's just part of my personality and i like to rub our wins into these assholes face well, especially if they're hindering the wikipedia to say right. that oliver queen is married to nissa, nissa. Um, guys. it is so fantastic that arrow went out of their way to find an actress to train mia who used to be part of the show but it's not is not contracted anymore who already has another show and she just had a baby. But they were like, nope, we got to go get Nissa because there's nobody else on the show that could train her and that make no. make it believable. Nope. And didn't just nobody have a baby here. A month ago. <laughs> right. Because here's the deal, guys. They were all saying these little shitheads um, were saying, oh, you know, uh, Black Siren is going to. Tra- After they like. Maybe some of them have accepted that Mia is not Black Siren's kid. Then they moved on to, okay, Black Siren's going to train Mia. And some of them were still like, Black Siren's going to raise Mia because, like, Felicity's going to abandon her or whatever. I'm like, and be oh. evil. And be they evil. They were really like, hoping oh, okay. to be evil. Yeah. So <laughs> I just thought it was interesting that the show did not go with a series regular actress who's contracted with them already and available because you know why? I'm going to tell you why. Because I, I said this to my husband, who is, like, not any part of fandom, doesn't really give a shit about any of this. I said, he's like, well, who else? I was like, he was like, well, who were they expecting to train her? And I was like, well, some people were saying Black Siren. He's like, well, that's bullshit. I was like, really? Tell me more. And he said, <laughs> he said that is not remote, remotely believable. Black Siren doesn't know anything. I was like, you are very attractive to me right now. <laughs> I mean, that is accurate. <laughs> I mean, he ain't wrong. Like, he's, okay. he's absolutely right. Yeah. And Talks what I loved about the training, here's what I loved about the training. Arrow has a problem of, you get to be a superhero. You get to be a superhero. And they were good with Oliver and they were good with Sarah in terms of training because both of them had disappeared for X periods like of time. Roy also was not. Well, this bad. is my, this, I'm yeah. going to make my complaint. Yeah. Okay, okay. Um, so, complaint. you know, <laughs> Oliver and Sarah like learned all their skills over the course of five years. Right. Uh-huh. 
Okay, so obviously with Laurel, she learned boxing and all of a sudden was all ready to go. Roy basically learned most, well, Roy is the one I have the least problem with because, like, he was training with Oliver through season two, and then we got the hiatus, and by the time well, they opened on three, he was he ready to go. And he had the street fighting skills. That's where the That's true. Comes okay, in. so I'll give him that, okay? And yeah. I'm good with Thea because she trained with, with Merlin, and it's like, yeah. okay, you you would just expect a League of Assassin person to be able to get someone up to speed pretty quick, especially since that seemed like all Thea was doing day after day. <laughs> but they do have this tendency to, like, you know, give these characters very shortened training periods, and all of a sudden they're at the same level as Oliver and Sarah, which sure. it's like, eh, nah, eh, I don't love it, but whatever. It's like, there's so many other problems on this show. I ain't gonna nitpick. But it was disastrous training with Laurel. Primarily because they were rushing through the Black Canary storyline and they didn't want to give it any screen time. Nobody, I'm sorry, a boxer does not equate to be trained by assassin. The only reason Laurel had any remote believability, even slightly, is because she was trained by Nyssa, but they did it off screen. <laughs> So you're like, okay, I guess it's like they went to go get ice cream on screen. You're like, well, well we could use a little. Well, that something. was what we needed to spend right, time on. Spend time on <laughs> dipping fries in ice cream. Oh, my God. That storyline. What a mess. So what I love about this is Mia has been training since the second she could walk. Yes. So you and she's been trained by Nissa. So you believe that she's a total badass. Nobody's going to question She's the only character who has been trained since her birth, other than Nyssa. Oliver wasn't trained since birth. Sarah wasn't. It's like, I totally believe that she's a badass. Absolutely. Like, her... That's why they had to have Nyssa. And why they couldn't have Laurels. Because Nyssa, her whole life has been fighting and technique and all the little building blocks to being a competent, capable fighter. And... You needed to have, if you wanted us to believe that about Mia, you needed to have her trained by somebody who is a believable fighter. Mm-hmm. And regardless of what happened with Siren and Earth 2, a lot of fans still have the Earth 1 Laurel <laughs> training snafu in their minds. And they don't, fans just don't believe her as a capable fighter. Not like they do Nissa. Well, they haven't filled in the blanks. No. I mean, we went from... Blanks are very open. <laughs> yeah, again, with the Laurel storyline, they're not filling it in. We don't know how Black Siren learned anything. No. You know, she started out as a regular woman who, you know, she went through this metahuman blast thing, got her cry. She kills a dude dressed like a Girl Scout. I thought, I was like, where are the Thin Mints? And then there's, then it's just, she went evil. And we have no idea how did she pick up, you know, ninja skills along the way. They haven't answered it. They're not going to because they don't give the they don't give that character any real any version of Laurel does not get any real substantial um, backstory. They don't spend time on it in any way, shape or form. So you can make your opinion from that of why on your own. But just but anyhow, you. we're real super glad it yeah. was Nissa. It was wonderful to see her again. I love Katrina Law. I miss her. Like, she's just fantastic. And all the social media postings calling her Auntie Nissa. I know. Like, how adorable and awesome and fantastic is that? I, I may bitch about the whole sister wives making the marriage thing a joke. But 
Let's I've find always now. enjoyed Nissa's place on right. the ship. They an- they annulled it, so it's fine. Yeah, it's. It, I just like to pretend that didn't happen. And there were no jokes. <laughs> Mark didn't write the episode, it. so. <sighs> but. <laughs> But I'm super glad that it was Nissa there. It felt right. Felicity standing there watching. Well, that felt. Yeah. I I loved that. First of all, let's talk about her hair. Ooh. Because. Long and beautiful. It was swept up in the way that it was (sighs) in 208. And I love that hairstyle. And I don't really feel like she's worn that hairstyle in a very long time. And it makes me really excited that Felicity grows her hair out again in the future. And then she cuts it. And then she cuts it. That's fine. <laughs> Felicity's hair is radically and super duper important to me. Yeah, this it episode. is. It is. It it's really a very is. important piece. It's important of the to me all the time. I know, Let's but like honest. really this one because. Okay. So I love that she was like, "No, I'm going to have you train from the beginning," because I feel like that is a direct result of what she went through with William. You know, she has experienced what life is like without Oliver when they are, you know, in hiding and. I feel like it was a much more realistic approach because, you know, the bad guys always find the way, you know, I mean, Diaz found them and Felicity was able to get William out of the apartment, but she also got thrown through a coffee table. And the only reason she's not dead is because Argus finally decided to show up. So yeah, she's a badass. I mean, Felicity is queen, but she doesn't have the same fighting skills as Oliver. So she can't protect, you know, when push comes to shove her children the same way he could and so I love that she's just like nope you know what you're gonna learn to protect yourself it was absolutely responsible parenting yeah on her part it was smart that that child was capable and I think if William was living with them he would have you know everyone would get a run through the lean with them he would have you know everyone would get a run through the League of Assassins 100% agree all right so that was training let's talk we have a we actually were organized this time are you guys just, like, blown? All right. So Mia and William. So then they switch after – well, so do we want to talk a little bit about because what happens with the fight? Or do we just want to go well, right into – Well, that's part of that. Okay. Yeah, so okay. Mia and William set out for the Glades, but – She's grown. Right. She's grown. So before that – No, you're missing bullet point three. See. Oh, no, sorry. I, I am. Okay, good. I was like, why did you skip that? Okay, so Mia, there we go. Bullet point three. This whole organization thing is new to us, so just bear with us. Uh, Mia is grown and she leaves home. Okay. So I actually felt like, genuinely speaking, she had a fairly idyllic childhood in the sense that. I mean, I was really super worried that we would be seeing, you know, learning that she was raised on the streets and passed from foster home to foster home. Like. Well, yeah, I think that's really important that you brought that up because they were like, oh, she's, a, she's you know, kid from the streets. Description. She had a really hard upbringing. Hard life. I was like, holy shit. So she wasn't raised what by happened? anyone? Like, what the hell happened? So it's a lot better than I was fearing. Right. Agreed. <laughs> I forgot that they described her that way in the beginning. And that's what we were worried about. That she was like, I mean, we thought it was going to be like Roy. She's like homeless on the streets, you know. Yeah crack cocaine user some ridiculousness so I thought the scene with her and Felicity first of all I love Felicity's like training her instincts and then she like doesn't flinch with her daughter holding a knife to her throat and Felicity let's talk about flash you know flash forward Felicity she's super cute hair (laughs) 
I guess I she loved cut it. her hair. I was so happy with her hairstyle. I was like, I'm so glad they decided to show her age of maturity through the haircut, not with the dusting of baby powder that yeah Dana got. Well, and there's not like 18 pounds of old lady makeup on her either. Like they there's didn't some, put as much on the eyes and on the forehead. But yeah, but like it. not as much with yeah. Dinah. I mean, honestly, the age up makeup is horrible. You can see it doesn't blend at all. It's just like, okay. So, oh, it's pretty bad. <laughs> right. It's bad. But I was very surprised that they were just like, yeah, we're really not going to age Felicity up that much because she's Felicity and flawless. And of course, she is immortal and therefore can't really age. I mean, have you seen her mother? Like, why are we talking about this? Like, Donna was in exactly. her 50s now. And she looks like Charlotte Ross, so it's all good. That's kind of why everyone, like, those of us who are closer to the 40 and 50 spectrum are deeply insulted by this age of makeup because it's like, hi, that's not what people actually look like at 50. It's not what I look like, guys. Like, like calm down. <laughs> God. Super insulted. Uh, Felicity seemed uh, more reserved. Yes, she did. She was kind of had a, a a quiet majesty about her. Yeah, it was regal almost. Very regal. Very Moira. It's very Moira. But, like, there was still Felicity in there because, you oh, know, yeah. she still had, like, the rapid fire delivery. I love when she was just, you know, she pop, and Catherine McNamara had a good – I love it when dialogue has, like, a rhythm to it, yeah. you know, and Emily does that so well. And there was a nice rhythm between her and Catherine – and I love when she was talking about she was talking about the boy, and it was just like Emily didn't miss a beat, and she said not, but still not for you. And she gave her not a wink. For and you. It, was, and I was like, it was such a good that? read of that line. Yeah. I was like, I don't know why I love that line so much, but the way she read it, it was just adorable. I was like, oh, I love you guys. It and, felt very authentic. Yeah, and Mia was just cute as a button, happy, you know. I was like, oh, she's like a little ray of sunshine. She's basically like mini Felicity in many ways. And we're going to talk a lot about how Mia's similar to Oliver, but we're really going to talk about a lot too about how she's similar to Mia. They really, they've done a really good job with this character. Oh, you know what we didn't mention? Hmm. So this is a backdoor pilot. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, yeah. By <laughs> In case you guys didn't get that memo, this is what a backdoor pilot looks like. Right. So a backdoor pilot is when sometimes they announce it and sometimes they don't. Like, for example, when Grey's Anatomy was launching, launching private practice, they did two episodes of basically private practice within the Grey's Anatomy um, schedule. And they were like, this is the Grey's Anatomy pilot, kind of. And then, you know, it depended on people's response, and then they got spun off, and they premiered in the fall, okay? Sometimes they do backdoor pilots without actually announcing anything. Like, I think the originals was very much that way. I was going to say, didn't, didn't Vampire Diaries do a backdoor pilot? They did originals? a backdoor pilot, yep, yep. They did an episode where Klaus goes to New Orleans, and that was basically the backdoor pilot, and then they got launched um in the fall a lot of the backdoor pilot thing is just i feel like they're testing the waters because well i think it's also a way to convince the the network like hey, hey look, this, this is our solid mm -hmm. idea we're we're not gonna borrow take money from you guys yet to film the pilot mm -hmm. but we're kind of going to give you an idea of what it's going to look like mm -hmm. here it is and so Netflix. if they don't really announce it um 
and the spin-off doesn't happen, it can look like just a regular episode, but it's so not a regular episode. And they really went out of their way. It was very piloty. And and I say that because it very. felt very like we're <laughs> launching. I mean, she literally says as she leaves home, I have to find out like it's like where's my place in the world? What am I meant to do? I'm like, well, why don't you just hang a sign and say hero's journey just, is beginning? There were so many callbacks to the aeropilot. Yes. Yes. So many. Just like, oh my God. It felt familiar and wonderful. Yes. Well, like, the whole time. And like, I was I've really this excited. This is something we didn't talk about the training. So she was working out and she had to learn all the hand to hand combat first. And then Nissa says, you're ready. And she pulls out. Oh, yes. Apparently, Oliver has this. It's all the same case, or there's it's the different. Ca- I don't know, but she gets the, the, bow and the, arrow out. The little crate. It's the crate, you're right? Made. Yeah. So, I was. This is gonna make me the stupidest no, arrow fan on the planet. I was there too. But I was really excited that she was gonna use the bow and arrow. I didn't think that Mia used the bow and arrow as her choice of weaponry because we haven't really seen it yet, and. I was like, maybe they're not going to do that. <laughs> I was wrong. They did it. <laughs> so. And it was absolutely beautiful. It was badass. Awesome. Yeah. It was She's awesome. Good. Yeah. She's good. Very excited. <laughs> so I was like, woo, yay. We're going to use the arrows like dad. I was, I was like, oh, I was like, they so have me and they know it. Like, they're not even worried about me. It's like, yeah, Jen's going to watch this. It's, they're not even. <laughs> I'm such an easy buy. Oh, pretty. Babies? Okay. <laughs> Grown-up babies? Let's do it. So, yeah, there was just a lot of backdoor pilot stuff, which is bloody fantastic. And it, the reason why I'm excited about it, my cow's excited about it, because it worked. It, it wasn't like, oh, this is it this was, is crappy. It was a really good episode. It forced. It felt... Kind it felt like a natural really extension good. of yeah, the show. Yeah, You're like, that's a okay. Good word for it. Yes. Yeah. So she but shoots. Yeah. Okay. So, so she shoots this arrow in um, the house. In the house oh, with like no depth <laughs> perception whatsoever. I'm going to put oh, the, arrow, I'm gonna the set apple this right up here. Right in front of this picture. I'm sure everything will be just fine. Right. Um, <laughs> I have thoughts on the apple at some point. It's going to get more symbolic and stuff in a minute, but we'll get through the details first. I love that. that, Okay. So Mia shoots the arrow. The arrow goes through the apple into the picture. And that picture is hiding the tech, which hides Felicity's lair, her Overwatch lair. And it literally looks like Dr. Claw's lair, (laughs) like the chair. Well, it's all soundproof. Right. It was like, they're trying to make it look evil, but she's not evil. And I, the one beef I had with it is, it's like, okay, so... She walks in, and the screen is a picture of Oliver in green air, as Green Arrow, and he looked good. And then it's Felicity as, like, Tasty Treat on the, like, I was a little surprised that Felicity didn't, like, just have a picture of him half naked because, you know, <laughs> if you're going to pick a picture, but I guess it's been 20 years. Give her something to look at. But he was quite the tasty treat in his little green arrow leather. And then it was the picture Oliver had of of Felicity and William. And the only problem I have with this scene, well, I do have another one, but it's like, I was like, Mia doesn't ask about who's that kid mom. Right. Like Like, there's no question. Why are you posing with this young boy? Yeah. Is that somebody important (laughs) to you? 
no questions about William at all. Well, they got into the fight pretty quickly. They I did. I don't think there was really much time to ask any questions. Like, did you, how did you feel about the fight and Mia's reaction? You know what? Listen, here's my thing. Yeah. Bear with me. I'm, I'm ready for it. Give it to me, girl. The thing is, is Mia at this point, I'm figuring she's about 18. I kind of set this as about two years before the flash forwards. Okay. So she's a teenager. She's young. She's been very closed in by um, her mother and circumstance. Her emotional maturity is probably not that great. I mean, you see this in homeschooled kids a lot. You know, they don't really, you know, they don't really have their interpersonal relation has not exactly and she's she's very frustrated she's very closeted she's very she's very immature emotionally and she's finding out that the most important person in her life her best friend her 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 whole life has been lying to her just kind of made her like freak out And I imagine that around town she'd been hearing all this anti-vigilante stuff that kind of bled in from the city. Mm -hmm. And so then to find out her mom is doing this and that this is the whole reason she doesn't have her dad with her, you know, like, I imagine she got really frustrated. So her little tantrum at Felicity, yeah, it was harsh, but it felt realistic. Yeah, I think that's kind of where I came to as I'm writing the review. I kind of played devil's advocate with myself, and I was like, on the one hand, I think my frustration was in this that particular scene, uh, they were moving through information so quickly, yeah, and I was like, this could have used a little more time to breathe, because it it goes. I was like, it's just such a rapid. I'm out of here. I'm like, I mean, even Felicity's like, whoa, (laughs) (laughs) you know, and. I, and I'm I'm predisposed to protecting Felicity Smoke at all costs. It's true. It's this true. Is like, eh, eh. So, but as I came around to it, the, the analogy I kind of made in my brain was, um, you know, Mia has grown up with the knowledge that uh, the reason why she's in hiding is because her dad's a vigilante. Yes. Um, and she hasn't gotten much explanation beyond that. I was like, can we get some more? No, they're not answering that question. So I was like, okay. And she also knows she lost her father to being a vigilante. Wherever Oliver is, he was not around for her childhood. And the reason is vigilanteism. Because, you know, he didn't got, die in a car wreck. It's not like he moved to Zurich with his <laughs> new family. Um, so... The one person he she loves in this world is doing the same stuff that cost her her father. It, I felt like it was almost like walking in on Felicity and seeing her do a line of cocaine. Yeah. Like she's an addict that fell off she the fell, wagon. To us, it was no big deal. Like, right. obviously, Felicity that, would have some secret. Right. But I kind of put like, <laughs> how would I react if they had Felicity doing a line of cocaine? I would be horrified. So that that's the that's yeah. what Mia feels the vigilante thing is. It's like it's an addiction. It's it's bad for her, and she thought she had left it behind. So it's kind of like it's a little tough love. Well, if you're gonna do that, I'm out of here. <laughs> so that's and it was what I also get. like. You're gonna do that, and you're not gonna tell me what the fuck is going on. Right. I'm gonna go out there, and I'm gonna get my own answers. And enough with this being closed in. Well, yeah. Time. I mean, she's like, okay, I have all these skills, and you're not letting me use them. So what am I doing here? You're like, well, that's fair. 
So yeah, I, I came around to be, I think it was just, it was a little off-putting to me in the beginning because it felt like a kid temp- temper tantrum. Which, you know. And I'm like, kid, whenever so. I hit kid, hear kids' temper tantrums as raising one, I'm like, calm down. <laughs> Settle down, Skippy. Yeah. That doesn't get far with me in this house. Lauren knows no. that. So yeah, it's like, unimpressed. I'm, like, I'm not a, I'm not a big temper tantrum fan. Either, like, so. yeah, I'm like, mm I mean, yeah, she you, figured that out at two. You ate shit, kids. I mean, yeah, <laughs> she figured it out at two. She's like, well, it kind of works with dad, but mom ain't playing. I'm like, no. My sister's mm-hmm. was like, oh, she's so cute. How how do you discipline her? I'm like, very easily. <laughs> her cuteness has no effect on me. I am her mother. When you, yeah, when you're a mom, you're not like, oh, I can't. Oh, no, you're so sweet. Like, no. Oh, she's being a shit. Get in time out. That's your reaction. You need to get your ass together, kid. I will say it was different for her father. Because Nick yeah. is, yeah, yeah he, he's just a soft touch story. with his little <laughs> yeah. princess. I was like, it's... listen, your little princess is going to grow up, get a driver's license, and start dating boys. Put her in timeout. And that got his attention. He's like, oh, God, you're right. He's like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right. Oh, all right. So <laughs> that was her leaving. And it was very, it was very dramatic. It was very okay. beginning very of a new story. Very queen. It was very queen. It was very queen. Great. It was Sia. super broody. Was, mm-hmm. Yeah. There's oh, rain yeah. and we're in an alley. The, like, the, the apple don't fall far from Right. It was like, okay, <laughs> we're going to just make her Oliver right now. Gotcha. Gotcha. Like, it's really important to the Arrow writers that you understand as an audience, she and Oliver are samesies. Like, they oh, really God. need you they to know that and over- they can't <laughs> stop themselves. There's like 500 parallels. They're like, and it's like the writers like, cause see, they're same. Do you get it? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I got it. So the same. Yes, they are. Congratulations. Like, I love when Arrow is like, this is why I'm always like, this is the, this is the Sesame Street of shows. Because they, when they have a point to make, they like bash you over the So we are having another technical difficulty. <laughs> so we had to start. Listen. It ain't our week, guys. It ain't our week. (laughs) Okay, so we were talking about how the writers are very want to make sure that there's that we get that there's parallels, right? And when they want a message across, they bash us over the head with it, which is they do. That's fine. So, okay, then we cut to so after she's grown and leaves home, then it switches to William and Mia. I can't even say without laughing because I'm thinking of the scene. Um, Heading over the wall. And it's Wait, such before a... we go to heading over the wall. Oh I yeah, some things I wanted to say. Oh, go for it. Yeah, because I have my outline. Oh, <laughs> that's right. I thought you did it though. No, I didn't. Okay. Um, <laughs> before Mia left home, she had said like her. Mia asked like, "Where were you?" Because she came in and like Felicity was nowhere. My mm. thought is that Felicity was in that room that Mia later discovered. Mm-hmm. And she, Felicity's like, oh, I was just talking to smoke tech people. I think she could have been communicating with somebody else. She could have been communicating with Dig, with Oliver. I definitely think she's in contact with Dig. I agree with the Dig thing. Because as soon as Mia left, she calls up Dig and is all like, hey, baby girl, skip down. Right. Oh, yeah. Because Connor, <laughs> ooh, let's bump into each other. It's like, okay. So... So I just am curious, like, what was she doing before 
Mia found her. And then the second thing is when she's getting the the tattoo at the cage yeah. match place. Right. I never realized that there was a black star in the key tattoo before. Did anybody else? I didn't. Like the gal was like talking about black star. I'm like, what is she doing? She's doing the key tattoo. Why is she talking about? We haven't really gotten a straight, close look at it. Well, we didn't. We didn't really look at it very. Yeah, admittedly. Yeah. So it's there's a black star. And also, dude in the cage match is not Oliver. Okay. Yeah, that was okay. (laughs) So when she's doing, first of all, the whole black star thing. So essentially, what? Because I kind of felt like it was a little. It might be a little confusing the way why. Uh, Mia chose this black star as her code name. Essentially, she's saying that whatever light you see in her has already faded. She's feeling extremely hopeless. It's very broody. <laughs> it's very dark. Uh, so the reason why they're having the cage fighting, essentially what the cage fighting reminded me of um, was the Bratva initiation fight. And that was at a point where Oliver was feeling, you know, particularly dark in his life. So that that's, I know some people are like, oh, they thought they saw Oliver in the cage. I was like, there's, I thought the guy on top looked like Oliver when I first watched it. But then when I rewatched that scene, he has super long hair and the guy who's losing actually looks more like Oliver. I'm like, well, they would never have full Oliver lose the cage My match. theory for the reason why it looks so much like Oliver, I think that's probably Oliver's stunt double. Right, I completely agree. So it was just to me more of an homage to the Bratva. It She's was. getting a tattoo. She's in this dark, moody place. They're kind of saying, like, this is, you know how Oliver went through all these years of right. Leanne Yu? She's on her Bratva year. Her cage match thing is the Bratva year. It's the the kind of the end of her island right sorry my dog is flipping out tell your dog to just relax but no i i think that was kind of signaling the end of her crucible you know that was the her last phase of her crucible and just to mirror oliver's year in russia and then once william and the gang showed up that's kind of like where season one right. began with Oliver. I agree. I completely agree. So, no. Do we think that Oliver no. was in the cage match and that's no. where they're going to bump into him? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, but no. Sorry, guys. We don't like to be bubble bursters, but pop goes the weasel. Hi. Yeah, I'm safe. My dog is in here. He says hi to everyone. Yeah, I'm safe. You can calm down. So, <laughs> he's like, Mom, there was an evil FedEx guy. You're not taking this very seriously. You know what? I'm not. I'm not. Because we're podcasting, Rusty. Yeah. No, I'm not going to. Yeah. Now he's giving me his rub me face. Okay. So (laughs) the hilariousness of climbing over the mountain wall. I know. What the hell kind of wall was that? That was like, like felt very Game steroids. of Thrones. Like they were so <laughs> bang like, on. That's a big goddamn wall. I was wall. like, God. <laughs> I was like, this is like the, I was, it is like the wall of ice. I was like, okay, we need a dragon to like blow it down. <laughs> oh. Holy shit. So like, I just loved it because Mia's like scaling it no problem and William's going to die. William's just like, I am not doing well. <laughs> it reminded me of so much of when Oliver was climbing the mountain in 309. You know, it and is, like he's is. just like scaling it, no problem. And like William is just 
a mess. Like, this is not my bag, baby. <laughs> I just the two of them are so funny. Like I enjoy them so uh, much. because it's almost like uh, it's fun because it's like without the romance with the family platonic connection, it's like you can have more fun. Like Oliver and Felicity were always kind of funny in season one and season two, but then like once the romance kind of started, it got a little bit more serious, serious. Yeah. right? And Oliver and Thea were always serious, serious, and we never got to this point with. Them. Where they like with the teasing and with the, the teasing and had the fun and the banter and that we just oh, they never got there. No. Like maybe there's a moment or two in the course of the five years she was on, six years she was on the show, but I never really felt that. And this is just these two are just hilarious. It's just the perfect straight man, straight woman, uh, funny man <laughs> combination, you know? Yeah. And I like that they're constantly appreciating each other's skills begrudgingly. Like, Willem's like, oh, you're a badass at climbing. And she's like, oh, your tech is awesome. I'm like, yeah, you guys love each other. Just You're going to have to team like, up and work together and we're going to need seven And seasons. you're going to raise your babies together <laughs> and just accept it. That's what's happening. <laughs> Give me the thing I want, please. Thank right. you. Right. Just, just be, this is just whatever. So they're headed towards, this is kind of a little co- confusing. So they were headed towards the coordinates that Felicity sent them and it leads to Galaxy 1. Which, it doesn't lead to the foundry. I'm very sad. Yeah, that was kind of disappointing. So, this Galaxy 1 is like one of the biggest companies in the world and we find out that it's actually a cover for another company that existed, this Eden. Eden Corp. Eden Corp, okay? And... Mm. Essentially, Eden Corp is a terrorist organization. So what we've learned about Dante in the present day is he finances terrorist organizations. So my bet is that this Eden Corp is what is going, and Dante are going to kind of be the big bad in present day, was my initial thought. I, you know, I, I feel like it's all really tied in with each other. Yeah, there. it's all super connected. I also thought the name Eden was incredibly important because essentially you're talking about biblical. Uh, paradise, biblical Eden. The Garden of Eden was where Adam and Eve lived in paradise until they fucked it all up. So for everybody else, thanks a lot, guys. So what I thought was really important about it, though, is, you know, Errol likes to make these biblical references. They did um, they did the same with, you know, Genesis with Damien Dark. And essentially it's like a new world order. They're creating a new Eden. Um, via mass genocide or whatever. Um, so on the it's surface, like Arrow's favorite thing to do. They love to do mass <laughs> genocide and like make it make it biblical. <laughs> it's like their fave Surprise. thing, right? So and so proud. like it looks like paradise, but underneath it's really it's it's horrible. Okay, yeah. and I thought it was really interesting that uh, Bia shot the arrow through the apple because the apple is typically there's no the Bible doesn't say what fruit Eve ate. But everybody always... But everyone uses the apple. It's very, you know. So what I thought was interesting is, so you have this Eden Corp, and then we have um, Mia uh, shooting the apple, and I go with my whole Jesus comparison. And obviously what is required is you're saving Star City from this disastrous company. So essentially they're looking for a savior, which is where the Jesus part comes in. But what they call Jesus sometimes is the new Adam. 
so he is uh his purpose is to you know save people from the initial sin that adam and eve caused and they often call mary his mother the new eve so this is arrow not the vatican so they're they're taking pieces of this and they're kind of piecing it together so you know you have oliver who's the new adam and then you have mia as the new eve so they like combined efforts are going to protect the city and essentially be the salvation was kind of what i was going for in my brain which i liked (laughs) It works thematically. It works thematically. So they go into the Galaxy One and we I get don't... this wonderful callback to Yes. CEO Oliver and EA Felicity, except this time Mia's like, the hell I'm your EA. Yes. <laughs> it was just such a it makes I like when shows when they're going off air and then they like get the warm fuzzies and so they're like and so they're like, it's like, remember when we do this? And I'm like, yeah. That was- <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I, I remember like season two, too. <laughs> season two was awesome. And we got a really important piece of information from William. Because she's like, hey, we're the kids of vigilantes. And we're going to go through this body scan. And they're going to, you know, we're not going to be able to get through. And he's like, oh, don't worry about it. My last name isn't even Clayton anymore. It's Harris. Harrison. Is it Harrison? Harris. Harris. I was right. Okay. So, okay, so I was tweeting last night, I'm like writing the review, and I was tweeting like I had a, oh my god, moment. Okay, so here it is, guys, you ready? All right, so William's company is Harris Consolidated, and I thought that, oh, again, warm fuzzies, reminds me of Queen Consolidated, isn't that nice? And then it kind of hit me, William changed his name from Clayton to Harris, so Harris just, I don't think, has any meaning other than just that was the name he was using uh, to keep to protect himself um, my bet is that Oliver and Felicity told the grandparents to change their last name or something at some point so I thought it would be really great if at the end of this William because obviously Oliver's going to be the hero of the city and the queen last name is not going to be dangerous anymore uh, if William would take his father's name and become William Queen and the reason why I was thinking that is we've seen in the flash in their future newspaper that queen Actually, Consol- queen yes. consolidated is still around That's and we queen. never knew how like how does queen consolidated come back you know i thought it would be maybe oliver gets the company back or maybe felicity changes the name of smoke tech someday no i think what happens is his son changes his name to queen he renames the company queen consolidated and oliver's son is the ceo of queen consolidated in the future i like it but i'm really quibble. excited because <laughs> I'm probably wrong, but it made me very excited. <laughs> the smallest, smallest of quibbles. Um, Quibble away. <laughs> Jen's like, burst my bubble. I wish you wouldn't. Um, no, it's fine. Go ahead. It wasn't Queen Consolidated in the Flash. Oh, movie. you're right. It was Ink. Okay, well, maybe he changes it to Queen Ink. Anyways, it's just what I think, okay? No, I wanted to be Queen Consolidated because those were good old days. So I know. I just wanted I want to happen. I to be Queen Consolidated. Put it out into the world. Thank you. Merge with. No, here's what happens. Queen Consolidated merges with Smoke Tech and becomes Queen Incorporated or Industries Inc. or whatever I'm it is. Old. There we go. There it is. I Boom. just was really excited about Boom. it in my brain. I, it's entirely possible it he stays William Harris for the rest of his life. No. But it, it just feels wrong. Someone's got to walk away with a queen last name. 
Particularly if Thea is dead. Like, give me a break. Someone's got to walk around with this last name. I also think it would be like. Yeah. In the the outline. Okay. All right. Where are we? All right. So we're with Connor joins them. We're we're going. Yeah. We're going into the. The the bad, scary corporation. And Mia goes to go through the scanner. And predictably, the scanner's like, I think the fuck not. (laughs) Like, what is this? You are 50 50 genes of two of the most major vigilantes in our city ever. Okay. So, like, the guards are, like, ready to, like, throw down. And Mia's ready to throw down. And things are going to get really bad really quick. But all of a sudden, stepping out, flashing a badge, is our hero, Connor Hawk. Looking dashing and magnificent. He looked good, y'all. He looked good in that scene. He never doesn't look good. Tasty treat coming in with a badge. Whatever. He's Mm -hmm. fantastic. He comes in, swoops in, is all like, hey, I'm working this. They call him Agent Hawk. We're like, Agent of what? Night Watch. What's Night Watch? Is it like some offshoot of Argus? Did Lila set this up? I've got lots of questions. I hope we get some answers. Because it was weird. <laughs> because they, like, the bad guy security company, like, in Galaxy 1, they're like, oh, you got her? And he's like, yeah. So, if they're a good guy, then they at least have to be like, the I bad guys like, still, like, yeah, the bad guys think that they're on the anti-vigilante side. Yeah. That's kind of what I took a few months. Okay. So, we were talking about Connor. Connor comes in and Nightwatch. And he looks hot. You know what? He doesn't ever not look hot. I know. To be honest. Listen, if you're feeling like you are in Steve withdrawal for like shirtless workouts, go check out Joseph's. Uh, first of all, go check out Joseph's Twitter and follow Joseph. He has like 2,000 Twitter Just followers. Follow Joseph. I was like, you're on a Joseph you're on a is. national television show. <laughs> like that's just that's not okay. So and he does all of these like he just does what Steve used to do. It's like workout videos, shooting a bow and arrow. Just genuinely looking hot. I appreciate Fantastic. him. So he goes and he gets, he saves Mia. And he's like explaining, oh, I'm part of Nightwatch kind of deal. And then she throws him up against a wall. Because he's like, oh, sorry, I didn't tell you any of this. Because she's really super pissed that he's Diggle's son. Right. And was sent to keep an eye on her. And she never knew. And he lied to her. Yes. And this wonderful moment comes where she's like, she's really mad. And you're like, okay, well, like. You know, we all get mad when our friends and mothers and everybody right. else in our lives is lying to us. I get your anger. It, it's making sense. It's coming off a little petulant, but, you but know. But also it was hot. It's and true She threw him against the wall. I was oh, like, yeah, yeah girl, get and it. he let her. He let her. Because <laughs> you know he could have stopped her from doing it, but he let her do it. Anyhow. I don't know if he could have stopped her. She was I choking him out. <laughs> I, think, I, think, I think he could have. Of course, like, realistically was... in the land of, like. He was letting her. Realism, Yes. Um, but anyhow, no, what's important is then she says, was any of it real? And I started screaming and very he loudly. gives her the most intense look. Like super he's hot. looking into her eyes and like, he's like looking into her soul. Yeah. As he says, all of it was real. Yeah. All you're like, it. okay, can and we I'm take like, a break and y'all go have sex right now? That was I have I was goosebumps at. now just oh, thinking so about hot. it. I was like, I need to know everything. Tell D- me all the give things. Give me the tea. <laughs> I want it. Piping hot. I was screaming because. It's beautiful. Listen, we've been on this smoke. If you want to know their ship name, it's Smoking Hawk. So <laughs> what. I feel like the fandom was like, oh, yes, we're down with Smoke and Hawk because what needs to happen is an OTA baby, which is like 
basically you got Diggle's son and Oliver's daughter. And we're like, yeah, that needs to happen. And the fandom always comes up with really good ideas that don't happen on the show. For sure. <laughs> it's like they're blatantly ignoring the good idea. So I really felt pretty strongly, um, particularly just kind of, there hasn't been a lot of hint romance, but I was like, oh, there's some heat between these two. There's good chemistry, but I fully expected Arrow to either ignore it completely <laughs> or let it simmer for like 15 years. Okay. So the fact that we just like went wa-boom right wa-boom. into relationship. We got a history here, folks. It's like, it's on. Smoking Hawk is on. They've already hooked up. I was like, wait a freaking minute. Y'all had sex? Yes. So <laughs> in this backdoor pilot, they gave us a ship. Ain't nobody can tell me that they're not working on a spinoff. Yep. yep. I was like, oh, it's an unproblematic ship. There is no cheating with siblings. There is no family connection. You know, there's yeah. Like, can we just talk about? I mean, listen. I know everyone loves Wes Allen, but they are we're fosters. He was her foster brother. It's weird. That's not right. That's not right. Listen, (laughs) I I there's a show I love on Netflix called Umbrella Academy, and I love myself some Umbrella Academy. All those children are my babies. They were yes. all raised together. They're not all from the same family, but they were all no, raised but they're, together. Yeah. And there's two of them that kind of have a ship and I kind of enjoy their relationship. But most everybody who looks at it goes, no. Right. <laughs> you were raised as brother and sister. It ain't you right. You cannot do that. It's wrong. And I'm like, and I recognize it as much as I enjoy it. I'm like, yeah, it's still pretty much wrong, but there's, it's like, it's, like number 50 on a list of 150 things that are wrong about this family. It's so very it's like, Game of Thrones. I can get over it. It's very Game of Thrones. Like, it's if you're going to be screaming about Danny and John, like, you can't be all, I love, like, the reasons that you don't like Jan- Dan- Danny and John because he's, she's his aunt and he's her nephew. That and you can't be, like, out there looks. promoting John and Sansa because <laughs> they were raised as brother and sister and they're cousins. So, like, you can't be like, oh, family incest, yuck, and then turn around and be like, oh, but John and Sansa, hot stuff. It's like, no, no, it's the same thing. It's, it's all incest. <laughs> Literally it's the same thing. Everywhere. So, if you're cool with, like, incest, <laughs> then you just got to be like, I'm cool with incest. Like, the Janny, Danny and John's sister, shippers Speaking just have to be like, We're, we don't care about the incest. And the I, John and Sansa shippers have to say the same. Can I share it with you, my trauma? This is why you just ship Jamie and Brienne. Yeah, I know, right? Right. Can I share my trauma? Yeah, I let saw me have something it. on on my Twitter feed this morning. There's apparently an account on Tumblr mm-hmm. that ships Laurel and Sarah. The fuck is that? <laughs> what? They found it because somebody did a post about last night's flash saying, "Hey, anybody else ship Barry and Nora?" Not his mom, his daughter. <laughs> what? And like they went to the account that posted that, and it's a Laurel Sarah Shipper account. And I'm like, oh man, this person needs to that's stop. Not, that's not. That's, that's what? No, what? No. What the, I don't know. Wait, wait. <laughs> that's criminal perceit. That's the criminal behavior. If Barry hooks up with his daughter, that's that's wow. That's. What the fuck is wrong with them? I want to put them to the police. Like, obviously, this is like some kind of pedophile or something. Oh, not okay. Not okay. You don't make tumblers. That's not okay. That was before my coffee this morning. Holy shit. Holy man. No. no. Yeah. Stop. (laughs) 
Anyhow, okay. Anyways, back to our thing. So <laughs> okay. back to our show no, where there aren't like no grossness happening. Backstory. No, no terrible backstory. No terrible backstory. It's like it's like it's Arrow awesome. learned their lesson. It like we're not going to make terrible backstory. Like really, the only the real only like like their hurdle. Is that he lied to her. Right. That's, that's the hurdle. He that's lied. It. It's like, well, that's like, fixable. Can, we, we've just, done you know, that before. And he's doing it to protect her. It's like, yeah, oh, exactly. that's just, that's hot lion. You can lie about that shit. That's hot. I'm fine. Like, he ain't lying about secret babies. Like, it ain't, he's not lying about whatever. Like, uh, Oliver. So, I was like, I'm fine with this lion because. This is fun. He's a tasty treat, here. so. Yeah, I like this. <laughs> I like it a lot. Listen, so yeah, I was just really excited. Our sh- like, my ship set sail, and it's glorious. I super blanked right after that because I was like, "It's so beautiful." And well, I yeah, because then I was thinking about the where did they have sex? Like, where did they have sex? In her little messy. Oh, she's got a couch loft. there. Yeah. Well, and it's so funny. The whole episode. Um, you know, Felicity's talking to Mia about boys. She's like talking about the neighbor boy, Henry. And she's like, oh, not for you. And then like later on, she's like, oh, I don't even know who your type is anymore. And Mia's like, shut up, mom. And I yelled, her type is Connor Hawk. Yeah, basically. (laughs) Okay. A man shaped like Connor Hawk who looks like Connor Hawk. (laughs) And is Connor Hawk. (laughs) And is Connor Hawk. (laughs) Um, Facts only. Um, so I was so bedazzled by that whole moment. I nearly missed the Dinah Roy and Renee scene. Well, followed. but wait, you had a really good thing yesterday in the recording that didn't work because yeah. you you talked a lot about the flipping dynamics about how. Oh. Yeah. Yes, they are OTA. Okay, we all recognize that that these three are basically OTA. You've got Connor is Diggle, obviously. Right. You've got Mia is Oliver, and you've got William is Felicity. Right. Now, the the whole Felicity-Oliver thing has now been made familial and platonic. Right. And now the romance has shifted to the Oliver-Diggle dynamic, which is super fucking interesting. Because what did I always say, Diggle is Oliver's first wife. That's... So we get to see it now. What it would be yeah. like if they get married. I love this show. They I'm are like, so yeah, smart. I want to do it. Guys. It's like I that's love it. the love triangle. It's Oliver, Felicity, and Diggle. So like we just want to like mix it around. Well, not love triangle. Let's, well, I know, that, but like let's not make this gross. I know. It's just like we just flip it. <laughs> like flip it around. I love it. I love it too. It's so beautiful and perfect. <sighs> okay. That okay. was her Anyhow, thing. Yeah. I thought it was Dinah, a very smart Roy, thing. Renee, and Zoe's there too, I guess. I don't know. The place where they are all congregated, I'm not sure where that is, but there was a picture of of, of Joseph and Catherine on these stairs, and everybody's like, is that the foundry? But when I was re-watching the episode yesterday, the stairs in this little bunker hideout that they were using kind of looked like those stairs. So I think it looks a- like the foundry, but I think it's not the foundry. I think it's just some other place unfortunately i miss the foundry i know i do too i want the foundry back but they tore it down (laughs) i yeah i want to care more about zoe she's she's disposable well i just a little frustrating because right now zoe has been sidelined with like dinah and roy she's been stuck with the oldies with the oldies (laughs) and i don't give a shit about any of them like my interest in Roy rapidly decreased when he was like, oh, Felicity's a terrible person and she's dead. I'm like, dude. Okay, stop. 
Yeah. Don't be Roy, dumb. Roy left the circle of trust. Right. But anyhow, they're sitting there. They're trying to. R- Renee shows up and they're trying to explain to Renee, like, listen, these bombs are bad. This guy you're working with from <laughs> Galaxy One is bad. And he's like, no, he's not. He's my friend. And I'm like, Roy, Renee, you are being the most ignorant dumbass I've ever seen in my life. How gullible can you fucking be but like i love that you'll be led around by the nose i love that arrow like is walking around like that's a surprise like (laughs) renee being a dumbass is just monday you know it's just a typical monday (laughs) it was it was supreme dumbassery is what it was but anyhow renee delivers the devastating news (laughs) that the whole time schedule on the bombs has moved up to today and they're gonna explode tonight and oh no. well so cal was very stressed going into this episode yes. because she read when we read the whole devastating news it was like oh crap because it was all the flashback stuff so like we're like oh this is gonna be really bad and so she was she was just like dreading the episode so when it That's finally nice. aired she was like well what was the devastating news and i was like i think it might have been renee <laughs> the fucking bombs that we already like knew bomb, were happening like the bombs or <laughs> Our devastating news. I'm like, I don't give a shit about Renee. Blow him up. Whatever. That's fine. But like, honestly, how ridiculously stupid can you be? Like, oh, we're going to be a beneficial multi-billion-dollar company is going to help blow up a city, and that's oh, we're we're going to evacuate. Sure. Okay. Because that mass genocide ain't a thing. (laughs) Oh my god. It's not like he's. It's not like he's some like civilian. He was on Team Arrow. Like, get a grip, dude. Well, and that's basically what what Zoe says. She's like, listen, yeah. Dad, like, you used to have some pretty good instincts. Dumb? Could you dig them out of retirement? Zoe's like, you're them? embarrassing me. <laughs> <laughs> I know you're smarter than this father. <laughs> Is he we need to get he? Zoe out of. Well, I, you know, they've sidelined Zoe. With yeah, the with the oldies because they're really hitting this. They really wanted to hit this new flash forward. They wanted the 2040 to do the OTA. OTA. Yeah. yeah, they really wanted to establish because it felt very. The whole thing felt very. Wasn't it 121 when Oliver Felicity and Dickel broke into Mer- Malcolm yeah. into Merlin Global? The whole okay. thing. They were in elevators. I was like, Are we doing a shaft? Let's do the elevator shaft. That was awesome. But no, they're in <laughs> elevators. There's banter. She's throwing off shoes and kicking it. I was like, This is great. See, like, now that they already know what works, it took them 21 episodes to figure out what worked. And now they know what works and they just, they're going to duplicate it. And we're good right from the start. Like, that moment in the elevator where, like, Mia was, like, telling William, like, hang back, let us handle this. And he's like, oh, you don't want me to die. Do you You care about me? (laughs) And she's just like fighting a smile she's like no well like she (laughs) She like like, he's teasing and she totally serious on him and was like yeah i was like (laughs) Like, she would literally throw down for him like i was like that was a rare display of emotional (laughs) that was fantastic it was and like the hair when she takes her hair down yeah she pulls the arrow out oh yeah girl and she's like hi doors open and Catherine just did the greatest read on that hi i was like oh I like it so much. She's I'm so happy. Fantastic. I love her. <laughs> oh, and she's so mad at Connor. But, like, she's well, not no, mad before enough. Before we get there. We get oh, there. Oh, okay, we get there. I like that part. Okay. I know, but before what we else? get there, we have to talk about them taking down this room full of guards, and she's, like, choking out guys and smiling. 
Like it's like a Sunday in the park. And she's she's in her element fighting these guys. Like this is natural for Mia to 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 get down and dirty with these dudes. You know? And mm-hmm. God bless her, you know? God bless her. They had a lot of really great fight scenes and you know, I would say Catherine McNamara did a very good job. She's not Steven, but Steven's insane. Like, I don't expect the <laughs> level of participation from actors that Steve does. But like, she did. No, but she so did. Good. But you still need to make it look believable. Cough, cough, Katie Cassidy. So <laughs> she's so, and I was like, oh, this is problematic because she's so tiny. It's like watching Buffy fight. It's like, really? But it was always believable to me. To a certain extent. They used Sarah Michelle Gellar's stunt double a lot. She looked nothing like Sarah Michelle Gellar, so it was really obvious. Whoever they have for the stunt double with Mia um, is really good. And yeah. I think Catherine does a lot of the stuff because, I mean, I she really too. she really can. She had, um, you know, Clary Frey and the Shadowhunters is kind of badass and there's fighting scenes, but they really have cranked it up with um, Mia. So She's extremely physical. I was very excited to see how well she did in the – fight scenes and that they cut it together it well just really good and it was very well yeah. together because and then that is the one dust- of steven's really great strengths are these fight scenes right and i was like that's going to be a shame to lose that if they can't you know cobble it together with another else. reason this is a, a backdoor pilot they were showing hey look awesome fight scenes right we can still have those so um the dust clears and you hear a voice and it's a familiar voice. And everybody just kind of stops and freezes. Even Connor. Like, they all just were like, oh. Oh, no. It's like, it felt like mom caught their hands in the cookie jar. Like, literally. And they turn around, and there's Felicity. And she says exactly what we all expected her to say. I thought I told you guys to get out of Star City. Why are you, what are you doing here? You know? Well, and- I love William's line, too. He's like, you're really not, you're really alive. And, like, Boom, they just like show a shot of Emily and I just cackled because all we do is win. There is no planet on which these writers will ever kill Felicity Smoke. They will kill Oliver before they kill her. She was dead in the future. Raise your hand and take your shame because. Yes. Come on, guys. It ain't happening. And it was such a nice fuck you to all of those annoying antis in my inbox. You know, I did not mind them sitting there crowing about her being dead all these months because I knew they were wrong. Right. And I knew the more they crowed about it, the stupider they would look when she was revealed to be alive. And look where we are. And like also the ridiculousness (laughs) that Emily is not going to be in season eight. Come on, guys. Like, come on, guys. (laughs) Like, they would never kill her. No. Give it up. (laughs) And like, I don't know how many times they have to fake kill her. Before people realize they will never kill her. But but let's get to the important thing, which is how awesome Felicity looked. Oh, yeah. She I looked mean, good. She still looks good. She's still sporting the same look from, like, two or whatever years before. But, like, she's been... She, like, her hair looks good. It was very Moira Queen hair. And she's just... She's a little more... Um, uh, like, a sleek... A little bit more soldier in the field and all the black, the combat boots. Let's make this clear. She looks good, and Oliver's going to agree when they get reunited. He's going to take one look at her. I mean, they're going to reunite, and it's going to be like, That's my wife. Right. We need to take a minute. (laughs) Excuse me. I got to go find a broom closet. Be right back. That's what's going to happen. 
I'm gonna do it like Grey's Anatomy and find like a <laughs> and it's very clear like we have this beautiful touching reunion scene with Felicity and William where he's just like yeah I was mad at you but here you are you're alive and I'm hugging you and I'm gonna cry and then I'm like okay well then I'm gonna cry watching this because oh my god you guys stop she's still wearing her wedding ring yeah, I loved that scene. I think that was really one of the most important emotional it was scenes. Beautiful. Because what I love Ugh. about it is, you know, we keep saying, oh, William's so much like Felicity. But um, really, to me, that exemplified one of Felicity's greatest strengths is that um, forgiveness always came fairly easily from her. From right. her. She's um, wildly intelligent, but she's also very compassionate. And so Felicity kind of follows her heart as much as she does her intelligence and William is the exact same way. And whatever, um, you know, mistakes Felicity made, uh, became very small in William's mind once he realized he might not ever see her again. So the fact that she's alive was really, um, he was just like, you know what? You're my mom and I love you. And that's really all that matters. And that felt perfect because William is a more open, emotional person than Mia is right now yeah I thought it was almost um Catherine McNamara did such a nice job because Mia's watching this and Mia there's a mix of happiness jealousy yeah and some anger because she can't forgive as easily as William did no and it's very clear the way she confronts Felicity that she doesn't understand the whole hero thing she doesn't she really doesn't get what sacrifice for a hero means Right. Well, and again, I think Felicity had a really strong, this, she's like, this is my purpose. I'm a hero and fist pump. <laughs> and she's, and I think this is really important for fans to understand too, is that when you're a hero, you're constantly sacrificing. And one of the things that they have to sacrifice is their family. Right. And that's the, that's the problem with being a vigilante is that the family really doesn't come first. As much as Oliver and Felicity are fighting to save the city for their family, they ultimately have to put their family on the back burner to save the city. And I I brought this up yesterday, and it we lost it forever. Yeah. But I feel like Felicity did as well as she could. She protected her family. She kept Mia safe. And she was also doing her vigilante work in her little secret bunker. And she, you know, she running was running a multi-billion dollar corporation. She was juggling all these balls. And she did a pretty darn good job she of it. She did a very good job. For almost 20 years, you know. And she, it's like Felicity refused to not make Mia a priority. But she had to do everything all at once. And how draining did that have to be yeah. for poor Felicity? all these years doing this by herself yeah i thought it was i think it was good too that mia told william that his angel investor was probably felicity because of the wizard which of i am floored yeah. william didn't pick up on that because hi I mean, green emerald green just the green part of it oh maybe it's my mom and dad you know and then yeah because she's felicity is they're really uh harping on felicity loves uh the wizard of Oz is in this episode for a lot of reasons. Um, but the main the main reason why they're harping on the Wizard of Oz is because Mia's Dorothy. You know, Dorothy was the hero in the story. And it's like, you know, follow the yellow brick road. It's, is you know, a, walking your hero's path and all that kind of stuff. So there's lots of comparisons that you can make, particularly mm. in this episode, to the Wizard of Oz. 
and the ultimate, the lessons. And really, the ultimate lesson of Wizard of Oz is that you have everything deep inside of you to be the person you want to be. Right. It's already there. You just have to tap into it, which is ultimately what William, Connor, and Mia are realizing. They have everything that it takes to be heroes. They just got to choose to be heroes, which is exactly what Felicity Diggle and Oliver experienced, you know? Right. So that's the main, and that's why was, Felicity loves Wizard when, of Oz. When, um, you know, Mia and Connor hang back and Felicity and William set off to find these bombs and disable them, you know, there's a little kind of very bittersweet moment between Felicity and William where she says, I'm used to being a disappointment to her. Yeah. And I tell you what, that's heartbreaking. I mean, yeah. considering how she felt with her mom, she always felt she was a disappointment to her mom. And now she feels like she's a disappointment to her daughter. And it's like, I just want somebody to go up to Felicity and say, you're a good mom. You're a good daughter. You're, you're good. You I know? was cracking up that she kept asking me about boys because that's what Donna always did to all Felicity and she hated it. But it's like, She's no, we all eventually become our mothers at yeah. some point, you know? So yes. I think, I think that's true. I think, I think, you know, I don't think that they've been separated for long, though. I think she, I feel like she left home like maybe a couple I think years ago. Been interactions. Yeah. In well, obviously, years. Black Star was the last phone call Felicity made, so I'm I'm just kind of assuming it's been like the last two years have been strained between them. But yes. I don't think Felicity was a d- disappointment to Mia until the fight, until she found out about the vigilante. Thing. Right. Right. So, what I was really concerned about. <laughs> People are going to hate me. Uh, so we've lost this 20 years. Um, you know, w- Felicity wasn't able to raise William. Oliver wasn't around for either of his children's lives um, growing up. And so I was like, you know, we've lost these 20 years. And I said, well, how is it going to feel in the flash forwards when the Queen family ultimately reunites? And when William and Felicity hug, I was like, Okay, I'm good. Like, it was very, that was satisfying to me. I was like, (laughs) like, we didn't have to live through the 20 years. So it just feels like, oh, they've only been (laughs) apart for a couple episodes, you know? It's, yeah. It feels very, like, like we were saying, it's it's very Outlander. Like, I knew Jamie and Claire would get back together and that they missed on these 20 years. But once they were together, it was like, I was like, I didn't, I wasn't dwelling on the fact that they lost 20 years together. I was just happy mm-hmm. that they were together now. Exactly. And I kind of take offense to anybody who's like, well, you know, it's like Oliver and Felicity have no, if they, when they reunite, they'll be in their 50s and there's no life left to live. Listen, guys, people are living until their 80s. Oliver and Felicity well, have, could have a good 20, 30, 40 years together. There's a lot of exception I take to the people who who are ready to just discount this this missing 20 years. I understand why, because I did it too for several months. Well, yeah, we were very... Until I got on board. And if you're like, wait, what happened? I thought you said it was going to fix it. Um, The problem that we've kind of come to. (laughs) We changed our mind. We can do that. (laughs) um, Right. We're changing our minds because, you know, as the story's developing, the theory has to kind of develop too. So the problem that we were running into in our private conversations is that they've spent a lot of time on these flash forwards. So it's essentially either we've spent a year on a storyline that's not going to matter because it's all going to get erased and changed, which is a complete waste of time, which people have been complaining about that. Or, you know, the, the, the present, the 
the flash forwards aren't going to change. Um, now, so it's kind of like, oh, well, then we have to survive with this 20 years of, you know, the family misery. being separated, which yeah. none of those, neither of those options are great. <laughs> I get well, that. Some people are trying to argue that because of this 20 years, it means that everything that we've seen on the show, you know, Oliver's struggle over the last seven years is for nothing. And I would argue with that as well, because it's absolutely not true at all. Well, again, you know, I always felt, and I still feel confident we're going to get a happy ending. Yeah. Um, but, you know, this is why you and I were like, oh, shit, when they, when yeah, they had the flash forwards. Because, like, oh, they just blew thing. the story up. They just added another 20 years to the story. Essentially yeah. what they did. So you're like, eh. But my thing with the end of Arrow, and the reason why I'm like, okay, this 20 years things might not be as horrible. Because... You're never going to get to the end of this story with Oliver without him making a massive sacrifice. Okay. And at least it's not his life. Right. The hero doesn't get out of the hero's tale until, like, you know, they, you know, obtain the goal. But uh, through obtaining the goal requires typically a massive sacrifice, which is why you often see heroes die in the end. And I was like, no, Arrow can't do that because it's it, the whole process is moving Oliver from death to life. So what's nice about the 20-year thing is the really, really bad thing already happened. The sacrifice is already done. They're not going to have Oliver sacrifice his life on top of being yeah, um, separated from his family. They've already – he's, he's already suffered. So we're guaranteed, basically, a happy reunion and ending in the flash forwards. And one thing that had always concerned me when you have Stephen Amell – leave Arrow, which inevitably that was going to happen, is they've built this universe where, you know, he's part of the crossover. So with these 20 years in present day, it's like, well, why isn't Oliver in the Green Arrow showing up? Well, in order for that to happen, you need, in order for Oliver to retire, they've said it out loud that he wants to live his life in peace, but he can't live his life in peace until someone else takes up the mantle. So you're pretty much left with um, Dinah, Renee, John. Those are the options in present day. No one gives a shit about Renee and Dinah. They're never going to build a show around the, those two. Sorry, Rick and Juliana. And David's done too. David doesn't want to continue. So the only other option is the kids and their babies. <laughs> so, um, so my thing was <laughs> Oliver missing or whatever is going on with Oliver solves a lot of the problems and why he's not part of the present day storyline. Well, Felicity's yeah, been it, in it, hiding. It, That's why she's not in the present day storyline. It explains why they're not involved in the crossover. And explains why they're not part of Supergirl, the flashes and all of that right. shit, you know, and listen, that might make you mad, but we can't, uh, we can't call it an Arrowverse without also dealing with removing Oliver from the Arrowverse. Right. We don't get it both ways. You can't, you can't say, well, he launched this whole, this whole television empire and then be like, well, you know, could the solution have been Oliver just retires and they're done? Yeah, but that's not what Arrow has been telling us for at least four years now of what Oliver's ultimate He's end goal is. He's not going to retire is, until somebody else is ready to take Right, it's place. legacy. So he's he's launched all these other shows, but then within his own show, there has to be a legacy. They're, they're saying that it has to live beyond Oliver. So that means someone else 
takes up the mantle. And I've been saying for a while that, you know, they're not, um, you can't eradicate crime. It's not like you can remove the devil. <laughs> like, you know, you know, the whole Jesus allegory, it's like, you know, Jesus didn't remove the devil. He didn't remove evil from the world, but he saved us from it. So Oliver can't eradicate crime. But I think what's the ultimate goal is he's going to instill a change in the minds and hearts of people in the star in Star City because they're ungrateful twats right now. So, but there's always going to be another big bad. And Oliver is just what he wants is for somebody to take the responsibility off his shoulders. So that we don't have a lot of options in present day for that to happen. We don't, we have to wait until, but what what this (laughs) buys us is they, that's the other solution. Okay. Well then they're just going to kill him. Okay. So I'm like, no, (laughs) that's my worst case. I will hate that ending if they kill Oliver, which I don't think they're going to. But on the flip side, we're like, oh, well, they'll get, he'll die and he'll rise and then it'll erase the flash forwards. Now that they've done this backdoor pilot, I'm like, that ain't happening. They just set up a whole show based off of Mia's childhood of growing up without her father. Right. And that's, and that's, that should be comforting. And some fans are, they're not, they're not necessarily content with missing the 20 years but getting Oliver alive they think that they can they can somehow erase the 20 years get Oliver alive and have this neat tied up with a bow ending and listen I thought so too for a while because I just didn't I didn't like it I didn't well, like we the idea see what they were doing they just we there wasn't enough information in the flash forwards for us it's to be an, like it's okay. an awful lot of pain to to take on and it's just it's just how it's going to be. Listen, we don't know either for sure what they're going to do. It's 100% possible that they, the present day all gets changed because Oliver survives or whatever goes on. I doubt it. But I just don't. <laughs> I think the whole point, particularly when you're looking at the Oliver and Felicity thing, is you know the prison, the prison storyline set this storyline up. Yeah. Felicity had did. to learn how to survive without Oliver. Oliver had to learn how to survive without Felicity and they couldn't like lose themselves. But no matter how separated they were, they they loved each other. Like that remained constant and they constantly were fighting to get back to each other. So they're just I blowing s- it up on a bigger scale. I see a around. lot of arguments against this 20 years thing saying, you know, Oliver deserves this. Oliver and Felicity deserve this. Nobody is arguing oh, yeah, with the fact that they deserve this. I wrote up kind of like a list just for my own edification yesterday because I was like, you know, we can't really use that as an argument because, listen, Oliver Queen deserved not to see his father shoot himself right in front of him. He deserved to right. be rescued from Hong Kong. He deserved right. to be given a break by his friends and family when he returned. Right. He reser- deserved not to have his best friend die in his arms. Like, does has he deserved any of the horrible things that have happened? Did to he? Him? He no. deserved to have his mother be alive and not killed by somebody he once considered a friend. Right. He deserved to be able to get his company back. He deserved to be able to put hang up the hood and live in peace in Ivy Town without getting pulled back into Star City nonsense. He deserved a chance to get to know his son without said son's mother holding wires misdeeds against him and asking him to lie to his fiance like we could the whole show is about a list of oliver not getting what he deserves but it's gonna end with him getting well if you buy into the superheroes are christ-like figures thing that i'm constantly pitching because it's modern day (laughs) mythology but um if you're buying if you're buying into that 
okay, well, did Jesus deserve to be crucified? No! That's not the point! (laughs) It's like, yes, it sucks. It's supposed to suck! Yeah, that's what makes it it selfless. If there's no sacrifice, if there's no cost to the heroism... Well, if the sacrifice was some little thing like, oh, you know, this person who used to be a teammate but is really a rat, kind of a rat fink dies and that's your big sacrifice in the end that's not a sacrifice that's not a sacrifice and when they're ending the show they're going to go big with the sacrifice it's going mm-hmm. to be the the most probably the most difficult thing oliver has has and ever it's had gonna to do push your limits as a fan right on what you're willing to accept but the goal at the end is that the reward feels um deserved deserved and that it's what oliver ultimately wants and my attitude is yeah, it really sucks that he was not able to raise his children. I agree he deserved that. But in in 621, when he said what he wanted, right. there was nothing Which in there Which is why I titled raising. the review Endgame, you know? <laughs> yeah. It, there was nothing in what he said that was said, I want to raise my children. He said, no, I want to be able to hang up my hood right. and live out my life. And that is a fairly broad... Like, this is what I said in the episode. You know, I watched The Vampire Diaries for so long because I just wanted Stefan to be okay. Well, that's a pretty broad stroke. This is why I don't get really down and dirty about what specifics have to happen. All I've ever said is, I want a happy ending. Well, that is a very broad term. I was like, Oliver needs to end with his wife living his life in peace. Well, that doesn't put a set time frame on when that happens. So, and you know, Stefan was okay. The- they killed him, but he ended up in heaven and he got to be at peace. So he was okay. But was I happy and- that they killed him? No. And just because Oliver's happy ending happens 20 years after the fact doesn't make it any less happy for him. No. And I guess that's what I was trying to say with this William and Felicity um, hug is that the emotional, res- the, the emotional reunions resonate with me. It does yeah. ease the pain for me of that loss. It's like, okay, well, they're together now. You know, and maybe that doesn't matter to other people and that doesn't fix anything. But for me, it does. I was like, they they have been fighting for their family to get back together and it's happening now. So everything Oliver and Felicity have sacrificed will ultimately pay off. And as emotional as that reunion was, can you imagine the reunion when Oliver? Right. Which will happen. We are going to to see Oliver reunite with his wife and children. It's going to be a massive payoff. Just think how beautiful that moment is going to be. Well, and, and I think it's really great, too, that they're ending the show in the flash forwards around the age that Robert Queen was when he died. Oliver will be around the same age as his father when Robert died. Mm-hmm. And Robert was just shy of 50, I think. And so Oliver will be around in his 50s. And I think that that is a really important that, – that, that's when his, his journey started was when his father died. And instead of Oliver dying, he's really getting the chance to do what Robert should have told him in the boat. What Robert should have said to him is live, which is exactly what Oliver said to William when he was hallucinating. I was just about to say that. Right. When he was hallucinating, I feel like that's a big... It's a big clue. Of it's what a big is... clue, and it's a big clue that Oliver isn't dying. Because right. Because we, we saw that. We right. saw it. We saw it play out. They've in that done Oliver dead. They did it. We've already seen it. <laughs> but we saw him sacrifice himself for William in that hallucination in right. that raft. So therefore, that reality isn't going to happen again. Right. We're so, going to do something different. Right. So ultimately what we're going to see is Oliver, at the same age of his father, he's not going to die. It's not about survival anymore. And he just gets to live. 
Which is very, like, (laughs) if you continue to connect it back to Robert Queen, salt for me. That's that's why I loved the show right from the beginning. I loved the show even before Oliver and Felicity happened, before Emily Bettercards ever came on. So I think for that, that works for me. Um, I understand that people are going to be disappointed that, you know, that they didn't get their happy ending in present day and that there was more sacrifice. But... I also am really enjoying, (laughs) I'm also really enjoying seeing the kids growing up. Here's the thing about baby storylines. They're boring. (laughs) They're boring as shit. When was the last time we saw JJ? I guarantee you that'll be the last time we see Connor Hawk in the prison. Like, that actor ain't getting, well, we might get, we might get a couple more. I'm just saying. We'll see after his dad dies and when the Diggles adopt. Right. I'm just saying we were never going to see Mia in this present day storyline. No. Um tween Mia we were never gonna get that far you know so they did it all for us we got to see it all um that's pretty lucky which is great and I like seeing (laughs) the adult children uh, interacting with the parents that's interesting to me I like that and I do too I'm I'm satisfied that you know there's genetic DNA of Oliver and Felicity's out there to continue both of William and um, Mia to continue on this story. I think that, and I would be less excited about it if I didn't feel like the show could work. But just within this backdoor pilot, I was like, oh, this really works. Okay, we need to continue on yep. our outline. Oh yeah. Um, from from there we get the Mia and Connor scene that you wanted to discuss. When they were left behind in the room, and there was there was definite frostiness from Mia. You know, like she's mad at Connor, she's mad at her mom, she's probably mad at William too. Like she's just she's just mad. And well, it's such a great. Oh, go ahead. I thought no, you're no, done no, you go ahead. It was such a great. It was so reminiscent of what Diggle would always do with Oliver. Yeah. You know, Mia's angry. Let him rage. <laughs> well, let him rage. And, you know, Connor's ride or die. He was like, listen, you want to go, we go. You want to stay, we stay. It's up to you. Um, But he really harnesses her light in that moment. Because, yeah. you know, Felicity has asked Mia to stay and help. And he kind of, like, nudges that in her. Well, Mia- he says, Felicity would want you to leave. Right. And Mia's like, well, I'm not going to do what she wants. Right. And so I'm going to go. He uses a little reverse psychology, <laughs> you know. Does. It's beautiful. Which, that could be something Diggle passed along. Listen, this is how you talk to a queen. <laughs> Don't tell him to do something. Tell him to do the opposite, and then he's going to do what you want. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Like, not you know a lie. That's I, facts. <laughs> what I really tripped on was when she says our entire relationship is a lie. So it's like, okay, so they had a relationship. What was that? relationship well yeah that felt like What's they were the, the boundaries of that relationship? well yeah it felt like we were a little bit closer to dating than what i initially thought like yeah. hook up more with more than a hookup but they're not quite girl girlfriend and boyfriend it's in that Our weird zone relationship is a lie which means and everyone's it's... like oh well we didn't get to see anything listen children i love you but stick with me here because if the spinoff happens, there's something that's called flashbacks. We're going to see a lot of everything, folks. So they're they're purposely leaving things out and keeping some mystery because they want to explore it in the new show. If they tell us everything Listen, in the freaking backdoor pilot, no one's going to watch the new show. I can promise you that if Laurel and Oliver hadn't been just like the colossal, 
nope disaster zone and have to be kind of written off the show that over the seasons we would have seen many 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 flashbacks yes. to their early relationship well when you look back on it the concept of Oliver and Laurel becoming heroes together they start off separated but ultimately if they, they come together they had a toxic Relation, right, it's a great and pitch. Chemistry, right? It would have, it would have been great. I right. was excited about it in the pilot. I was like, "Oh, this could work." I just like, "What the fuck is going on with the sister stuff?" Like, that's terrible. It was like, it was like popping a balloon for me. I was completely deflated when I found out he slept with her sister. I was like, "Oh, I was really excited." Because my husband told me it's like it's Green Arrow and Black Canary in the in the comics. I was like, "Oh," he's like, "So it's an origin story." So it'll be Oliver and. Um, you know, Dinah coming up together. And I was like, oh, I like that. It made me happy. But yeah, it was a disaster (laughs) zone. It was a complete disaster zone. So this is not that. This is not that. And I think because it's not that, we appreciate it more. (laughs) It's better. Right. Most times these ships know each other before the beginning of the show. The fact that Oliver and Felicity did not know each other before the show began is actually kind of rare. They stumbled into Oliver and Felicity. It was pure yeah. um, casting luck. Yeah. And it solved a major problem. So don't don't be like, don't don't get so narrow focused that because Oliver and Felicity worked and they never knew each other before that all the best ships have to start the same exact way. That's not true. You can explore many, 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 many different sort of origins for these ships. Well, and, and a lot, yeah, a lot of times there's information that we don't have in the pilot of these television shows yeah, where it's like, they oh, they were that on purpose. Right. And they do that on purpose because they want these people to have a complicated history together. They want a separation. They, they have to give the couple something to work o- well, and they out. They want to have fodder to explore later on. Right. They got to create some drama. And the easiest way to create some drama is to either have something happen within the pilot or you're coming in with baggage. So Arrow's chosen to come in with the baggage, and we have... A- well, not even necessarily, because if you consider, like, yes, this backdoor pilot, but, like, this whole season of Flash Forwards has kind of been part of the backdoor pilot, and their friction started Right, you're right. They were a team before. Yeah, everything was fine in the beginning, but then... So we got to see up. what the initial friction was. Right, right. We and haven't missed I, everything, folks. We just missed them. Well, and we'll I just thought it was at some point. I, yeah, I just <laughs> thought it was really important that they were focusing so much on Connor and uh, me. I was not expecting that. Oh, I know. I was either. like, they was are fantastic. giving us a ship right now. I was like, that's amazing. Spectre pilot. <laughs> it's amazing. So I, you know, the Mia and Oliver. I keep saying Mia. Mia and Connor <laughs> scenes to work. Um, the chemistry between the actors had to be a big deal. And I wouldn't be surprised if they had Catherine come in and read with Joseph. Cause Joseph was already cast as Connor Hawk. So they just invited him back. So, but I guarantee you if the chemistry and they did a read and if that didn't work, they would have found another different actor. I agree. So, okay. Next, next, next we got, um, they, they kind of all kind of congregate Roy, Dinah. Um, we have Di- Roy and Dinah, come upon William and Felicity and there's this kind of really awkward oh my gosh you're alive I'm so happy yeah it's kind of let me give you a hug and it was it was really weird 
Like, well, so I'm was so- not warm with well, her. Well, yeah, I'm sorry. Roy, Dinah, and Renee don't get any points. They mm-hmm. automatically believe she was dead with no body. Like, how stupid can you be? <laughs> Have you been watching the show? It's like, I know. <laughs> it's like, they are just... <sighs> and a lot of Dinah was trash-talking Felicity. Oh, she... Mm-hmm. Not even not even that Felicity um, was dead, but that she believed Felicity went all evil. It's like, are you guys for real right now? That's ridiculous. You know? They showed no faith. And I have no time for characters who don't have faith in the heroes. I'm like, no. No, bye. No points. <laughs> no points. So they all meet up and they find out that, hey, bombs tonight, you know, Star City blowing up, no evacuation. We need to fix it now. And oh, by the way, the bombs that were supposed to be here are not here because they're over in Star City because it's tonight. So. Right. Everybody's like, okay, well, we need to go to this party that douchebag CEO man, <laughs> I always forget his name. Kevin was, Dale. Kevin Dale yep. was throwing. And they're like, we need to go into this party so that we can we can get this this device that this man has on him that would, if we destroy this device, then it'll stop the ability to make these bombs go off. And he is the guy, did look back. He is the guy who, who Renee met with in 710, who was like, Felicity Smoke was a liability getting in the way. Because they were like, oh, well, that's obviously the guy who killed her. Or pretended to kill her. So it's the same actor. <laughs> I, I did double track. Yeah. So this Kevin Dale is the CEO of this Galaxy One, which He's ultimately so is a front for Eden Corp, which is a terrorist organization, which Dante funds. Yes. There you go. Totally agree. Anyhow, so they go to this party, and they're all like in hoods and masks and can we talk a little bit about felicity's beautiful green mask i know there's so much green in this episode i love how bam films first of all it was less jerky he he went through like a phase in like three and four where things were (laughs) very jerky very jerky so he settled down we got more steady cam and he has really great shots Mm -hmm. i can always tell when it's a bam episode because he really tries to think about to wait a way to make it, to make things look cool really epic wants to go for that epic there was a beautiful shot of mia because it's kind of like there's spotlights everywhere so it's like she's shooting the arrow and the and the sun is streaming out it actually looks like what? um oh, i feel like it's the immaculate <laughs> can, I, what is that card it's the immaculate heart of jesus it's like there's a there's like streams of light coming out of his heart and just the way, so it, she was shot in a very similar, it looked very um, mythical, bigger than life, uh, superhero, bringing in the light. It was, she actually looked like a star, is the way it was shot. It was amazing to see uh, William and Felicity kind of working on their tablets furiously, you know, being awesome. And Roy and Dinah were standing there looking useless and Mia goes after this Kevin Dale guy and goes into his office and confronts him right off. Just like, she's not even shy. Like she just is like right off. She's after him. And he calls in all his goons to fight her. And it's like 20 guys. And she shoots out the light and goes to work with glee. And it's exactly like that scene from the pilot where Oliver was fighting all the goons in Adam Hunt's office. She just took them all on. It was amazing. Yes. Absolutely. 
that's what I said too in the recording that we lost. <laughs> Bye recording. Uh, yeah, it was really, and I feel like they tried to make that homage as mm -hmm. clear as they can be because they shut off the lights. Right. Like Oliver broke into Hunt's uh, apartment in the dark and it was like, she she goes, she stand, has a standoff with Dale and the lights are on and then like, they just like randomly shut off the lights. Like, no, we have to make it the same. It was a really good scene. And that was and always was that, nice that scene in the pilot with Oliver was always what people pointed to. Like, we started the story and this guy could beat up 20 guys, no problem. And, like, you're having him stand on the sidelines while Black Canary is running around. Like, that doesn't make sense. Can we get back to Oliver in the field? And I'm like, true. So you've set Mia up as the same thing, you know? That she can do what her father did. Right. But what I like about... The team, the new team now is it's a little bit more fully formed from the start. It you is. know, we've had a revolving door on the team Arrow members, which is irritating after a while. You know, I like that they're the four of them feel a little bit more solidified. That's just me. <laughs> they they all work really well together. Yeah, especially the three. Um, it just, it, it worked well, but you know, was I the only one that felt like it was a little jarring just how we've had these bombs and this whole thing built up all season long in the flash forwards and just like that, it's all taken care of and episode 16, like, did that make anybody else nervous? Well, what, what do you mean taking care of? Like the emotional strain? Well, just like, oh, the whole plot to blow up Star City. It's like, it's done. They fixed it. It's. Yay! The day is one. It's like okay, but it's episode. But 16. did they? Because I felt like they kind of left it. Well, they kind of did. Yeah. And that's where I was really expecting this Kevin Dale guy to kill Renee, because like Kevin Dale's clearly suspicious of Renee's allegiance with with the vigilantes, and I was like, well, Renee's obviously not going to make it out of this whole future thing alive. Let's no, I think Renee's a goner. Renee's a goner. Yeah. Um. But it just, it, it, it kind of kicked off another thing. Like maybe the big thing isn't going to be blowing up Star City. It's going to be something else. But we thought all along it was going to be blowing up Star City. Well, and it could that. still be blowing up Star City. I just feel like this Galaxy One, this Eden Corp has contingency plans. Because that's ultimately oh. what they're going after. Like they just cut off one branch of the tree. They didn't get to the root of the tree yet. Yeah. But Which I think is what they're going to need Oliver for. Mia's pretty ticked afterwards. Like, she's still ticked. Like, they won yeah. the day, and she's ticked. And it's like, come on, girl. <laughs> you won the day. And she just runs off. And William's all like, oh, it's me. And Connor's all, oh, it's me. And Felicity's like, no, it's me. So yeah. she goes after her daughter to have the big mother-daughter talk. And it's just a fantastic scene with the two of them. Yeah, it well, again, I was expecting this mother-daughter strain to last longer. I was like, oh, we're yeah. going to go into eight with this, you know. And honestly, Mia, you know, you know, in this whole Dorothy, uh, you know, symbolism stuff, you know, what does Dorothy want? Dorothy wants to go home, okay? And Dorothy realizes she has the power to go home. She just has to choose the people she loves. It's, 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 you know, stop looking over 
um, to see if the grass is greener on the other side. And that's ultimately what she comes came to. And Mia wanted Mia's whole separation from Felicity was: is the grass greener on the other side? Am I going to find the answers without her? And no, everything was awful. <laughs> everything was worse. So ultimately, what what Mia wants is to go home, which home is Felicity. That's her mom. So it doesn't need to be physically black and Bloomfield, but she needs to she needs to heal this relationship with her mother. And she really. Um, comes around on the whole vigilante thing and she realizes, oh no, you guys are awesome. You're heroes. What I believed was the lie. And she forgives Felicity for for lying to her. You know, she's like, you know, I get it now. It's very similar to what Felicity said to Oliver after they were stuck together in 520. Yeah, he's like, you know, she's like, I get it. I get why you did it. I don't like that you did it, but I get why. Like, the intention was never to hurt it was always trying to do the right thing you know Mm -hmm. and you can do the right you can do the wrong thing in pursuit of trying to do the right thing because humans are imperfect so it was really a lot about Mia accepting her heritage what she's destined to do what does that look like and I love how Felicity is like I was so proud of you out in the field Looking and you just can tell like that meant the world to me. Yeah. To hear that. I mean, all you really want to hear from your parents when you're, is that they're proud of you. Like, you're like, that. any kid is like, that's ultimately, they want their parents' approval in a lot of ways. So, it was just such a really good, it was just such a good mother-daughter scene. Again, the 20 years didn't bother me as much anymore once we got those kinds of scenes. And I was surprised. I was like, oh, we're going to do the forgiving thing right now. I was expecting like that, their relationship to be strained for the rest of the show. So I was really excited. Like, oh, we're just cleaning it all up right now. Awesome. Because now in the flash forwards, we can see Felicity and Mia as a team. And Mm -hmm. that, you know, they're fighting for the city together. And I think by the time you get to the end of this, Mia is going to be more of a fully fleshed out kind of superhero and is ready to don a mask and do do the thing, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, I'm sorry, guys. She just that... needs one more puzzle piece. Right. Yeah. We need, we need daddy to come back. Exactly. <laughs> we need daddy. It's just, you know, I know this is going to bug people that I'm, I'm yeah. okay with the 20 years. Sorry, we're okay. But I'm okay with it. I am. We've had a few months to get used to it. We've gotten used to it. It's it's what it is. Well, it is what it is. It's, you mm-hmm. know, I mean, they're not going to go back. They're not going to change it. They're not going to listen to me, you know. No. They, so, I mean, if we get a windfall, it. if there's a complete it's windfall, a- <laughs> and there's, like, happy ending in present day and happy ending in uh in the flash it's forwards, just, I'll happen. take the win. But I just don't think. fantasy land. It's just. Well, no. they're trying to keep, and you know, you might be angry. Oh, well, the spinoff is ruining is ruining the the present day storyline. I don't actually agree with that. I think it's no, actually it's expanding it in a way I was not expecting, but it's still making it meaningful. Yeah, I and agree. I think that way is might actually be a little bit more interesting than just Oliver and Felicity. And honestly, saying that the flash forwards, the spinoff is is ruining the present day. That's a personal judgment call. You right. can't state that as though it's objective fact. 
It's right. subjective. Like it's Maybe cool if you don't like for, it. It's it's like those those anti Elicity fans who say Elicity ruined the show. Right. And we sit there and we say, well, no, it didn't. It made the show better for us, but for them, it ruined it. Right. You know? And it's you can't just make across the board generalizing decrees. This is going to ruin this because there's a fan out there that's not going to agree with that. That's going to say, no, actually, I kind of enjoy this. Yeah, and, and there's plenty of people who have really fallen opinions. in love with Mia Connor and and um it's valid. William. Well, again, <laughs> you know? like that's always my thing. Like you don't need everyone to agree with you. Like if no, you don't you like it, that's enough. That's fine. You don't, don't, don't need like 30 people backing you up. It's total that's enough if you don't like it. That's okay. You know, if I do like it, I don't need 300 people agreeing with me. I just like it. I I'm I'm perfectly fine being a party of one on loving us. So. Yeah. Well, we're not. <laughs> At least the two of us are on the same page. So there's yeah. two of us who like it. Arm in arm linked. But my big concern <laughs> was that these emotional family connections would not resonate with me because of the 20 years. And I, what I was happy to discover is that, yeah. no, it, I was still really happy to see them get back together. And that right. did heal some of the pain. I guess my thing is, and I have a fairly... I don't say it's like a bleak point of view on life, but I do believe life, a lot of life is about suffering. It's not all about happiness. And if you can make suffering resonate where people can see that it's not just some evil thing, but that ultimately it can make us better people, that good can come from it, which is why it's well, allowed. Consider the most inspirational people are the people who've had the most pain in their life and they rise above it. Right. So it's not about the pain. It's about what you do with it. Yeah. So, I mean, if you're, if the greatest gift humanity has is free will, but all the choices that they have are happy, that's not really free will, which is why the bad stuff exists. So we could choose to be better and, I like stories that explore that because you're not going to get the story. The story doesn't resonate with me as much if it's just constantly happy. I like stories where there is suffering and then the ultimate happy comes later. Well, it feels more satisfying. Yeah, it feels a little bit more earned. So as painful as this 20-year thing is to me, it also resonates in a way with me because I'm like, wow, Oliver is really committed to... Oliver and Felicity sacrificed the most important thing to them in order to save the city. And I don't really think there's no hero in the hero universe that even comes close to that in the DC universe. I mean, Barry's right. sacrifices are typically selfish. Um, you know, even Kara, uh, legends, none of them even come close to what Oliver and Felicity will have sacrificed. Like, that's a high bar, guys. And I want to just make it clear that if you're still at the, I can't comprehend this 20 years, this is too much, they need to fix it, I understand that. That's okay. Because <laughs> we were there. I was posting the Chris Evans gif, and I, I don't like it, you know. I'm like, still I a little bit like there. It. I would say Cal no, is like, I'm it's not. never going to happen. I'm still like, well. Because it's just my glass half full personality. I'm like, you know, we could be wrong. And they're just going to like, there's something coming at eight. And it's just going to make it all better. No. And she's like, this is what she says. No. 
They're like, wait, you don't know. And that's true. We don't know. (laughs) So I'm not saying it's without (laughs) possibility, but I, what I do think is more realistic is that they're not, they're not gonna, Oliver ain't getting out of this without some big, huge I will, I will qualify. Okay. If there's not going to be any spinoff, there is a 5% chance that it could get fixed. Yeah, I'm pretty... Well, Maybe. did you notice... But that 5%, how much of that is overlapped by the increasing likelihood that Oliver will die? See, here's the thing. I feel like this 20 years, it's either 20 years or Oliver dies. Yeah. Pick one. Pick one. Yeah. Which one would you rather? Would you rather Oliver dies or he loses 20 years, but then gets to live the rest of his life with his family the way he wanted? And like, I like, know everyone is going to say neither, but that's not the but point. That's, that's, that's not, not how it table. works. That's not on the table. <laughs> that's not I'm the sorry. story you're in. I wish it wasn't, but that's just Jen and I have spent a lot of time looking at this show, examining this thing from season one on. All the hints and all the the, the storylines and the, and everything has been guiding us towards this right here. And no, I don't think this was the plan all along. But something like this was the plan all along. Well, I I would actually I would actually I don't think they. Were I don't know if their killing Oliver was always the plan. I would not be surprised if they. I think it was an option, but I don't an option was that was out there. Yeah. Um, Arrow is pain. That's the show. It's like Buffy was pain. That's the show. It's interspersed with um, happy moments. And we've gotten more happy moments than I've ever gotten on any other other television show that I've ever watched. I gravitate to these hero stories and they're always, it's just pain. It's always just pain. It's pain. It's pain on top of pain. The question was always going to be, what kind of ending are we going to get for Oliver? What's the pain? going to be happy? Yeah. Right. It was never going to be. It's always going to be bittersweet. I always, yeah, I was always believed it would be happy. He's going to save the city. He would be with his family. It was going to be. But the process in which he saves the city, yeah, there's going to be something. Something's going to be lost. There's going to be something. Until this year, I was sure that Diggle was going to die in the final season. Well, I got to say, like, again, that's why we were apprehensive about the flash forwards, because we were like, oh, okay, they just blew the story up. So it's like, yeah, Yeah. it changed everything. So that's why we were like, "Eh." we didn't know that was going to happen. So once you've expanded the story to that length, you've got to come up with something that explains that, that length of time. And you, you know, gotta come up with your final like fight, obviously final if everything's for shit in the future sacrifice. then oliver never saves the city in present day sorry that's was They're the automatic conclusion and i was like They're okay we're to. saving the future we're saving the future that's that's and the new plan it doesn't make the struggle in the present day worthless i want to underline well that. again you know one of the reasons why the flash forwards were so frustrating is we felt like we weren't getting any hope yeah okay so what are we but getting now we've got William and Phil- and Mia, who have we've discovered there is an Elicity baby. Mia and William discovered that they're brother and sister, and now you know we've got Connor and his relationship with uh, Mia, and and then they added in the sunshine and rainbow of our life, Felicity Smoke. Okay, so automatically they're injecting more hope into that storyline <laughs> just by her mere future. presence. Like, okay, when did the future become better than the present? Like. 
sometime within the last between last week and this mm-hmm. week, I think, you know, like things are looking more hopeful in the future and we're headed towards more dismal in the present. Like right it's, now, it's the really present day is really happy because it's like Oliver and are having a baby, but we know it goes to shit. So we're going to be headed into the present day. But the pendulum is going to swing. And the, the pendulum future. swings the other way. So you know it's going to get better as things go to shit in present day. Okay? Yeah. That's what I would say. It's never going to be 100% misery. No. They're going to give you something. But We've just reached the threshold where the pendulum is dead center. Right. Where the future and the present are kind of existing in the same place and it's a little uncomfortable and right. weird. It's going to go another way rapidly. And the, the present is going to start being shitty and the future is going to start getting better. But and yeah, but like our job, I'm not here to sell opinions. Arrow to you. We're just talking about no. our opinions. So if you are Sorry. like, this is shit, this is a crap ending, I don't like it. That's, still, that's perfectly acceptable. Thumbs up. I felt yeah. like throwing, you know, I find that I, <laughs> here's my thing. I just need people to be okay. Like that yeah. to me, when yeah. you're saying goodbye to a television show, yeah. I invest a lot into these characters. I see them every week for years upon years. Yeah. And what I, that's always my thing. I just want everyone to be okay. So I can let go of the character and not be worried about them. It's like closure. Nope. They're off living their happily ever after. Okay. I felt very strongly about that. Um, uh, Parenthood has one of the best, if not the best series finale I've ever seen, because it's really focused on everyone's going to be okay. You can let them go. You can say goodbye. That's how I felt about the end of Lost. Right. You need to be able to say goodbye. I needed to be able to be like, okay, they're, they're, they're where they're supposed to be. And again, there were horrible things that happened to people in Lost. There were Mm -hmm. horrible things that happened to people in the Vampire Diaries. But in the end... Um, Everybody they okay. were together. All, they were all together in heaven, and like everyone, like oh, that's such a lame. No, th- I mean, no, it's not. sorry, that's the ball game for me. Like that's what I'm living my life for. I'm trying to be a good person so I can be reunited with the people I've lost in heaven. So when the, when I see that reflected in stories, yeah, that resonates with me. Sign me up. So Oliver and Felicity may not. They're not going to get reunited in heaven they're gonna get to live their lives (laughs) wait wait before you go on have you seen the latest nonsense no what was the latest nonsense (laughs) the latest nonsense is the laurel fans are now saying oh god gonna die oh god and he's gonna be reunited with his laurel in heaven his true love (sighs) laurel in heaven their dogged determination (laughs) to just be fucking wrong all the time is a little admirable (laughs) Oliver and Felicity, I'm sorry, will be reunited in heaven someday, long, long, long in the future, because he's going to live out the rest yeah, of his life. Yeah, but they're not going to do that to us. That's why no, I'm saying it's like, show. you yeah. know, you had Stefan killing people, <laughs> like, uh, soulless about to like, and he killed somebody that was really bad that he killed them. And you're like, okay, well, Stefan ain't getting out of this one. Stefan has to sacrifice something, so he earns his happiness. So what did he sacrifice? He sacrificed his, his he sacrificed his life literally on his wedding day. Okay, before we finish up, well, we need to finish up the episode. Um, I think we got most we of go, it. No, we? we go back to the the present. Oh yeah, moment, and we see that Felicity created Archer. And right like, before this this transition, we have her telling Mia, like Mia says, you know, taking down Galaxy One seemed like it was really personal to you. What what? was that all about is it about dad and she says no that one is on me now how do you interpret 
that one is on me. Is it Galaxy One is on her, or Oliver missing is on her? Does I t- Oliver's disappearance have to do with Archer? Um, I took it as I don't think Oliver's disappearance has to do with Archer. I think Galaxy One has to do with Archer. I think, I think Eden Corp has same. to do with Archer. I think both are the same. I think Archer and Eden and all this and Dante are wild. Well, I think there's two separate things going on. I think Felicity and Mia and William all had to be in hiding because of Dante, Archer, and Galaxy One, Eden Corp, all of these names. There's that storyline. And then there's what Oliver promised the monitor. So I think the reason why Oliver is not in the picture is because of what he promised the monitor, but that he's not there to protect them from all the arrow badness that's happening. Like this all happens at the same time. I think it's two separate things. We have questions from Twitter. Okay, lay it on me. There are the questions. And we've had a lot because I put out a call for questions yesterday. We love our, questions. When our whole thing went, went catty wumpus. Um, <laughs> I love that word. That's don't a you? great word. Catty wumpus. Um, okay, let me go back because, my God. Okay. <laughs> Do you think this is from Jessica P.? Do you think that Mia and Connor dated before, after what was said, alluded to in the episode? Do you think they were just friends or something else possibly between them? Obviously, we think they're a full-on item. And we need to see more of that. Well, yeah, like, what's dating in 2040 look like? I don't know. What is dating in 2040 to a messed up Mia who cage fights and hides away in her little loft look like you know like she going out to table salt in a fancy dress for a date no i don't think so So like maybe after a cage match they got a scotch or something (laughs) and they headed upstairs (laughs) i don't know whatever it is yes there's a thing there but they Um, 100 had sex oh absolutely totally um suzanne crockett asks us why do you suppose Diggle and Lila didn't help Felicity in the flash forwards, especially given they were trying to steal Felicity's Archer program? Now, I don't know about uh, the whole stealing. That steal was a throwaway it. line saying Argus would like to have it does not equal <laughs> Argus. Well, no, Diggle I think the, the technology that I think the technology that um, Connor had, the DNA thing, the DNA scanner, I think Felicity's Archer program um, launches other tech tech. It's right. like, because it's all this DNA focused on the Archer program, and that but comes... But why aren't Diggle... But Lila I wouldn't say, like, that tech was bad. You yeah. know what I mean? I think I think Smoke Tech invo- inv- invented lots of things based on the Archer program. The bigger question is, why weren't Diggle and Lila helping Felicity, finding her, rescuing her, taking down the bombs with her? Why weren't they in the flash forwards? Because they haven't been introduced in the flash forwards yet. That's why. Yeah, we don't know where Diggle is. <laughs> we will find out eventually. Yeah, he ain't dead, guys. That. It's happening. Yeah. That's why. I wouldn't be surprised if it's Nightwatch <laughs> related and they're running Nightwatch. It could be that Diggle's in hiding, too. Maybe Archer has targeted him as much as I mean, yeah, I think that's really Oliver. important in the flash forwards is that they have this, you know, it's it's HAL 2000, Space Odyssey 2001. You know, it's it's Skynet, Archer's Skynet. It's like it started off as a really great idea, and then and then it turned evil. 
So that like Miles evil people, Dyson. right? Evil people Felicity have Miles like Dyson right have made it, the, you know? right <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Like Dave, and it's it's hunting for best. I mean, that's hell. That's I mean, Dave, Dave. What are you doing, Dave? It's like, oh my god, the computer's crazy. Um. So yeah, that's so I. You know, I think everybody's in hiding because they can't move without getting a body scan and then getting arrested. And it's not like, oh, you go to prison. I think they just put a bullet in your head. I don't know because that's what occupation looks like. So, um, Trisha sent. That she says, now that we have several episodes where mirrors were used by different directors, would love to hear your thoughts. Arrow isn't known for coincidences. What does the mirrors mean? Yes, there have been a lot of mirrors. I don't know what it means. I don't. I haven't. So really there was a mirror it. in 708 <laughs> when they hooked up. I haven't really thought about the mirrors. And. <laughs> to be honest, I'm sorry. You no, know, there was a great shot. Bam got a great shot oh, of Felicity laboring and Oliver had pressed yeah. his head against hers. Was um, and that was in the mirror. And it was really mm-hmm. a very sweet, yeah. intimate moment. Um, don't know what it means. I don't really feel like that's a foreshadow or anything. I think it's a cool shot. Like, I, I think they're filming yeah. in the room and like they're going to catch Stephen and Emily in the mirror sometimes. I, I do think it's well, a, I why do, do they have mirrors in these rooms in these because it's a bedroom in previous seasons but they haven't had them before like why do they have them now I don't know maybe don't it know means something it means maybe it doesn't I don't I'm not getting like a oh this imagery is super important kind of vibe from it I mean I could if be it wrong is, then cool but I mean so maybe far, it's just no it. you know maybe it's like the <laughs> it's like the it's like the twin flame thing like a perfect be. mirrors of each other yeah maybe all right. But I, I just know Bam, and Bam just likes cool shots. He does. He really does. So I that think it's a, it's a high thing. probability that two directors think a shot in a mirror is cool. Because yeah. it does look cool. Mm-hmm. Kind of like... So... And I've only seen them do it twice. So it's not like it's been rampant mirrors everywhere. Yeah. That's true. Okay, so. next question from from Sri. Sri is me. Hi. Um, number one, how do you feel about the William Mia Connor dynamic? Do you think they will work well as a team and possibly carry the spinoff? Um, yeah. Yeah, we're good. <laughs> Signed off. Absolutely. I did, have no problems with them. Did you all. notice that the air again and more backdoor pilot evidence? Did you notice that the Arrow writers were like, "Tell us what you think of this episode" in all capital yes. letters. Like we need mm-hmm. to hear from you. I'm like they don't I made do sure that. I, I know. Said I said I said I I told them I was like I would like to order a spinoff, please. More? That was my response. Um, yeah, no, I. But they don't do that. They don't do that with every episode. Tell us what you think. Uh, okay. No, they were like, no, we need feedback on social media right Tell now. Tell us you want a spinoff. Yeah, like. <laughs> like oh, okay, that's subtle, guys. Show. Subtle. Yeah. We're showing Pedowitz numbers. <laughs> You're getting your spinoff. Just relax. <laughs> um, number two, where do you think Diggle, Lila, JJ are? I find it weird we're not getting much, much information about them in the flash forwards. Again, I think they're holding off on the Diggle. I think we'll get Diggle by the season finale. I wouldn't be surprised if we get a little bit more Diggle in the 19th episode because that's Spartan. So maybe that's the episode Good he gets introduced point. in the flash forwards. I would be okay with that. Yes. Mm-hmm. I don't know about Diggle, Lila, and JJ. I I'm low-key worried about Lila and JJ. Listen, I'm more worried about Lila than I am about JJ, and I'll tell you why. Okay. Because if there's going to be a spinoff, 
and Connor is a major character, they're going to want to have family for these major characters. Yeah. And Connor needs a brother. Like, here's my brother. Right. So JJ's around somewhere. Who knows? Is it super weird that I don't really care? Like, no, I care, but like (laughs) that I kind of want a love triangle with me and Connor and JJ. Is that like residual vampire diaries issues? Her her third point was smoking hot is fire, and I'm like, absolutely, it is. You're not answering my question. If I have psychological damage, no, you do. But it's okay. We expect it. Muriel asked, the Archer program is also on the very forefront of my mind right now. Maybe I've missed something. How do we know Argus tried to steal that tech from Felicity? We don't. We don't. We don't. They didn't steal it. She's launching her company via yeah. the Archer program. That's how she gets. She probably sells it to people. She might and... sell it to Argus. Yeah. I know. mean, we don't know. I think I think we know Argus goes evil at some point. It's like there's three main zones. There's Argus goes evil. There's Eden Corp. Actually, there's four. There's Argus Goes Evil. There's Eden Corp. There's Dante. And there's Galaxy One. All four of those are going to connect some way. But it's not like Argus steals the tech from Felicity. If anything, she's going to sell it. And then be like, oh, I shouldn't have done that. Because, again, some of the chat, like like I was saying, the tech that Nightwatch has, this DNA, everything's DNA in the future. And that all comes from Felicity's Archer program. So maybe maybe she creates new tech for Argus, which is that scanner. We're going to see that if you see any tech, important tech, Felicity Smoke invented it. That's the way you need Correct. to look at it. Absolutely. Next question from Jackie. Wanted your thoughts on the scene between Felicity and Mia at the end. Mia's, Mia said what Felicity was doing looked personal. And if it was because of dad, Felicity replied, no, that's on me. What do you think she means? What that what happened with? Starling City, Star City is her fault or the, what happened to Oliver? We discuss this a little bit. I kind of am leaning towards what happened to Oliver. And you are well, with I, the what happened to Star uh, City. Yeah, I think I think I think it's what happened to Oliver is going to be more in my brain is more monitor related. But the Archer program does create a problem. Let's just say Oliver's missing or whatever. Whatever's going on with Oliver. He really can't come back home because of the Archer program. Correct. It's like it's compounded at the very least. It's compounded the problem, okay? And yeah. Felicity created hell. She created Skynet. <laughs> it's She's very similar to, Right, it's it's very similar to like 305 when she created that virus. Like it sounded like a good idea, but it turned into a very bad idea. So, Correct. you know, it Felicity intended it only for good, and the Glades used it for good. It worked in cleaning up the Glades, but then they turned around and they used it against vigilantes. So I think that part of it is Felicity feels responsible for, but I don't think that that's the 100% reason Oliver's not be able to, not able to come home. I'm good with that. Okay. okay, next one from Kara Murphy. She says, number one, what do you think about Renee being fully aware of the plans to blow up Star City? What He's happened a dick. That he thought that was an okay <laughs> option. Listen, Renee is, I get this, this sense from Renee that he's like, I am mayor now. My life is so much better than it was before. I'm important. I will let I all agree. these people whisper terrible things into my ear and I will believe it all. He's, 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 he's a putz. 
he was <laughs> honestly he was it feels like to me i'm fine i'm finally the man like oliver queen was like it feels like competitive this mayor thing you know, like Renee yeah. has finally gotten respect and that he's, you know, exactly. He's, he's like, he enjoys, he's the not power, living in the Oliver Queen shadow anymore. And he his enjoys power the power. is an illusion. It's really Kevin Dale that's in power. Right. Yeah. Renee ain't in power of shit. Galaxy <laughs> one is, he's a patsy. He is a total patsy. So, you know, Renee being a moron is nothing we haven't seen. Renee was a moron. Because the FBI Renee came like, oh, we're going to, we've got stuff on your boy. And if you don't testify against him, you know, we're going to take your kid. Oh, okay. Let me sing you a song about all of our criminal deeds together. When in reality, what he should have done is just go to Oliver and be like, hey, this is what's going on. And do you think Oliver Diggly Felicity would have figured their, their way through it? Yeah. Because that's what they fucking do. He's an idiot. He's an idiot. He's wandering totally. around with em- em- Emiko and he's not questioning anything. No. He's it's like, Okay. No, I'm not remotely surprised by Renee in the flash forwards. The only thing that makes me happy about Renee is that this is probably means he's going to die. And we he's don't have to have die. him on the new show. He's going to have to do one last I'm sorry to Rick because I think Rick is a really sweet guy and he's a good Rick actor. Is a sweet guy. But like this is a shitty character. And I don't really I'm going to be like they they're going to have to kill some people. Guys. And they don't want to kill Oliver Felicity Diggle. Dinah might die. I think Renee is definitely going to die. Dinah and Renee are on top. My thing with Dinah is like, in order for Zoe to be the canary, you kind of got to take Dinah out of the. And like, they gave it this whole canary network. So she's in charge of other canaries because apparently we need to have a flock. So. Yeah. I know for Zoe to step it up, I think Zoe again. Zoe is very much entrenched with the parents. It's like in yeah. order for Zoe to kind of get more entrenched with the new Flash Forward crew, she kind of needs to lose the parents. It's true, and it kind of gives her a place to launch from. Right. Which is, right. Which is good. Yeah. Um. Okay. More questions. Uh. Oh, there's a second part to Kara Murphy's question. Do you think the reunion between Dinah and Felicity had a strange vibe? Absolutely. Felicity does not trust Dinah. At all. Like, Mm -hmm. that much was clear. She doesn't trust Dinah. She doesn't trust Renee. I don't even think she trusts Roy. I don't think... I think she trusts Mia and Connor. Mm Mm-hmm. And William, obviously. Mm -hmm. But I think it kind of ends there. And Dinah's, oh, I'm so happy to see you alive. Like, I think Felicity was like, "Mm mm-hmm. Sure yeah, I mean, I think she smelled bullshit because Renee's been bitching about her or Dinah's been bitching about her for 16 episodes, believing she's a villain and that she's bad. It's like, okay, well. And it, can we just be honest? It's not like Dinah and Felicity were besties beforehand. <laughs> but Felicity was always a little bit more warm. Oh, sure. Than that, yeah. So. Well, and again, it's kind of like <sighs> there could be some residual Oliver stuff, too, because we don't know what happens in present day. And I feel like. Yeah things We're fall apart and once again <laughs> i think the newbies don't step up i mean if she tr- if they trusted <laughs> if they trusted these two people they would have told them about mia they only told diggle like yeah. this is my thing with arrow you can't argue it's the it's all one team you can't argue it's all the same because when push comes to shove ota rallies around each other and they mm-hmm. don't really trust the newbies for good reason. 
Yeah. But like, like don't but argue a kumbaya with me and tell us that we have to care to the same level about Renee and Dinah because they're just Team Arrow members. No, I don't. Because the characters don't care about them the same level. Oliver and Felicity and Diggle don't care about Renee and Dinah to the same level they care about the, the three of them. Like, if there's a gun, if there's a bad guy, he's got a gun to Dinah, Renee. If we're doing the whole Oliver has to choose and it's between Diggle and Renee, are we really talking about, like, that's a decision that Oliver would struggle with? No. No. I mean, other than that's just a horrible thing to do to him. But, like, that's obviously (laughs) Diggle. So I just, my irritation sometimes with Arrow is they're like, oh, well, they're Team Arrow and you have to like them. No, we don't. No. Watch me not like them. Watch me not care. Because guess <laughs> what? Your main characters didn't trust them enough to tell them, oh, by the way, we had a baby. Yeah. It's like, okay. Nope. That, again, Mia said, I guess you don't know him as well as you thought you did. Guess not. Okay. Lands asks us, if this were a supposed backdoor pilot and it does in fact lead to a spinoff, do you think Emily would be on the spinoff or will Felicity be able to hang up her hero cape with Oliver at the end of Arrow? Listen. There is no kittens. Felicity without Oliver, and there's no Oliver kittens. without Felicity. They're gone. My They're kittens. gone. They leave. Oliver and Felicity are not going to be on the spinoff ever. No. I would. Well, they might pop up from time to like time, if like special episodes. The pilot, but... yeah, if the planets <sighs> align and they get Emily and Steve for a couple guest spots, swell. But don't go but into the no. spinoff expecting that because and you're you going. And you don't want it. Right. Well, just don't expect. <laughs> no, because I've, I've seen this happen on the Legacies thing. Everyone was expecting, you know, Caroline to show up. Yeah. And, you know, no, she's not. Candace Akla is not showing up. She's done. She doesn't want to do it. So, you know, they talk about her off screen a lot. So I think that's what we'll get. We'll get mm-hmm. talking about, oh, I had dinner with mom and dad and blah, blah, blah. Like there's talking off screen and they have a relationship with them, but they just don't see them well, like on beyond- screen. And beyond that, the whole notion of Oliver getting to hang up his hood and retire and go off and live his days happy means he's not there. And if he's not there, he's taking Felicity with him. So she's not there either. Right. There's They're no happy there. ending with for Oliver without Felicity. Like, it's and like, that. that's not how that works. around in the spinoff. And I mean, happy. I wouldn't be surprised so if the gone. two of them moved They're to gone. Aruba or something. Yeah, you know what I mean? Gone. It's like. And the same with Diggle. Like, David Ramsey ain't sticking around either. I would say we have a better shot of David Ramsey doing guest spots early on than we do Stephen or Emily. Because he's he's not part of a package deal. Well, he's not part of a package deal. And I think think David isn't as – Stephen and Emily are younger and they want to go do movies. That's how this works. And so (laughs) I think David's older. This is David's big hit. And, you know, David did movies. He was in movies as bit players, but Arrow's the biggest thing that's happened to him. And I think there's a little bit more of a wiser appreciation for it. And I would actually expect David to do more of what the Paul Wesley's going to do in direct episodes. I, I just don't I just don't know if David's going to go, oh, I want to be in blockbuster movies like Tom Cruise. Because that's what Steve wants to do. In case you're unclear, Steve wants to be Tom Cruise. So he's going to go try and be Tom Cruise. And I think Emily's going to go and build her indie career like uh, Saoirse Ronan. That's my, that's in my brain. That's what I've decided. I may okay. or may not be I'm wrong. Okay with the, I'm okay with your reality. Okay, cool. Can I live there a little bit? Yes, you can. It's nice. It's pretty. Yeah. So <laughs> let go of any 
hope of they're ever gonna, seeing original OTA on the spinoff. If you just let it go now, first You'll of all, you're going to know that they're going to, they right. They're, it's going to be okay. <laughs> they're all three are going to be okay. You're going to be able to say goodbye and know that they're okay, but you're going to have to say goodbye. And then if they show up in the spinoff occasionally, that's just a fun surprise. Yeah. Wonderful. Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Don't mind me. I'm just lurking. Tell me who you really are. Uh, asks, why do you think William could get past the DNA scan, but Mia couldn't? They both have Oliver's DNA. Someone mentioned on Twitter that maybe Felicity erased Oliver's DNA from the system. If that's the case, why wouldn't she erase her own? Again, I don't think there's been any erasing of DNA. I had the feeling that William had something techy-techy going on there. Or maybe. they don't know who he is. Um, maybe it's more of a, I don't know. Yeah. I don't think we have an answer for that one. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. Like maybe if you, but see, I was like, oh, if you lived outside the city, but I was like, so did Mia. So, and if they've got Mia's DNA, I don't, I still don't think the city knows Felicity was Overwatch. I think Felicity's secret identity is still. But they had Felicity. Oh, you're right. Captured. I'm, an, I'm we're going to blame Never her. Mind. They have yeah. her. Yeah. But Never maybe mind. they didn't have. I don't know. I yeah. don't know. I, I don't okay, know, guys. I don't you got to stumped on that know. one. I don't know. I was just enjoying know. CEO question. William so much that I was like, oh, we got through. Score. I didn't like think about it. Like, again, this could just be a, a, a plot hole with Arrow. Like, they're never going to explain how William got through the scanner. No idea. They'd just be like, look at all the cute banter and how it's like Oliver and Felicity season two. La, 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 la. And I was like, yeah, I'm totally with you. La, la, la. It's like, totally true. It's like they write the okay. show. Like, Jen won't pay any attention to this. And they're like, you are absolutely right. It's like, so here's a shiny baby. You don't yes. know. Plot holes can't see it if I put a nope. shiny baby. And I'm like, yep. that is absolutely facts. So true. Okay. <laughs> Meg asks us, I think I sent this last night, but I'm not sure. Am I the only one who's really conflicted? Because I really loved last night, but I also feel like in order for it to be the spinoff, Arrow won't getting it get the ending it needs, it deserves. We talked about this at length. Yeah. It's all it's a subjective it's all a subjective call on what Arrow needs and deserves. Here's where so I'm Jen coming I, from. Right. We feel this is fine. Here's where I'm coming from. You may I'm getting it. invested in the new characters. I more am. than I've ever gotten invested in newbies on Team Arrow. I'm really this getting invested crazy. in these kids. And I, if there's a spinoff, I'm excited. Yeah. Okay. So I'm no signed up. I'm signed <laughs> up. Okay. So whatever they're doing to make the spinoff work, I'm okay with. Because I don't think it's going to prohibit a happy ending for Oliver and Felicity. Correct. In the end. I think that there's yeah. going to be some sacrifice. We're losing 20 years. But in the end, Oliver and Felicity will get their happy ending. And It'll then they're going to do a spinoff. And I'm okay. okay with that exchange. <laughs> it's like a barter system. Okay, I will give you this. I will give you the 20 if you give me the happy ending. And then on top of that, I want the spinoff. It's like okay. Beth is like, done deal. Angel asks us, do you think Roy knows a lot more than he is saying? If Nissa spent years training Mia, my guess is both Thea and Roy knew. Is it just me or is Zoe another BC is so not needed for this potential spinoff? There must always be a bird problem. Okay, this is too too fasted. A, I don't think Roy knew shit. Roy well, was not yeah. in the circle of trust. 
Roy did not know Felicity was pregnant. Therefore, Thea did not know Felicity was pregnant. Nissa knew because they called up Nissa and said, hey, Nissa, come train. Come train. My bet is that phone call to Nissa happens after Oliver disappears. Correct. Because, like, why would Felicity invite someone else into the secret? Oliver can train her. Exactly. So, no, Roy does not know more. Roy is in the dark. Roy is outside the circle of trust. I know this fandom has a hard-on for Roy Harper, I do not share that. I know. Callie doesn't care as much about Roy. She never has. I don't give a hairy crap about. Uh, well, I think it was interesting. Roy had a little bit of a rage a thon when he was beating oh, the yes. crap out of that guy. So people were like, oh, is theory. Mirakuru Roy back? And I, I think, no, we dis- we discarded that, but we're thinking he got he took a dip in the Lazarus pit. Correct. Thea's dead. He went in the Lazarus pit. He went to Lian Yu so that he could... You know, not kill people with his bloodlust. So he went to Lian Yu. Yeah. And that's that's that. That's what I think that story is. Yes. But yeah, okay. get on board with Thea being dead because it's happening. <laughs> yeah, she did. She did. Sorry. Sorry, fam. She did. Yep. Um, let's see. Some of these are not questions. Some of these are just observations. That's nice. Um, okay. So if the spinoff happens, this is Dax. Hi, Dax. If the- if the spinoff happens, who would you want to keep and who would you want to cut? Any side characters from Arrow or any of the other shows you'd want part of the cast? I guess just basically who would your all-star cast be? Listen, all I really need is Mia, William, and Connor. Yeah. Zoe is fine. I don't have a problem have with a her problem being with a canary. Zoe. She's not bird problem to me. No. Guys, you've got to let the whole canary thing go. Yeah, I, I don't think it's fair. Listen, I understand people might go. not like Katie just Cassidy, but I don't feel like it's fair to constantly, oh, it's she's not. a canary, so she's a shit character. She's obviously automatically crap like, before no. I even know anything. No, I think the fine. frustration right Let now is I think <laughs> they haven't gotten too far into Zoe because, again, she's no. hooked up with the with the adults and they were with really the focusing on the new flash forward OTA crew. Get her with the with the, the the new OTA crew and they'll be some fine. of her She'll be fine. Some of her She's best fine. scenes early on were when she was talking to William. Listen, and I don't need any of the other Arrow cast to be on the. Neither do I. People are like, "Oh, you want to see this person nope. show up? That person? No, I don't need them. I don't, I don't care. need any of them. Kill Dinah. Kill Renee. Start fresh. Roy's gone. Bye. He goes back to Leanne or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like it's fine. Yeah. I don't care. I just want the the next generation. I'm fine. Well, again, I think that's a testament to the strength of these new characters. Yeah, it that is. That were, I'm complete, I was completely entertained when it was just the three of them. That held my attention. I loved those scenes. Um, I was like, yeah, I, I didn't need Felicity to be in there to make them interesting. Correct. Yeah. Which is wonderful. Right. Which is it's huge. That's test. huge. Because if you have characters, <laughs> you know, Felicity's often used as a prop for other characters to make them relevant and interesting. And so she, if they can do that without so, her. Yeah. So when they added cool. in Felicity, it was just like shining a rainbow on top of sunshine already. It was, it was great, great, great. Right. So okay. I think that's a we really good a sign. a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of people wanting us to testify to some significance between the cage match guy and all of Well, you guys are really like obsessed with that huh like that's a thing let it go it's not happening guys they're not (laughs) Not going to find oliver in a cage match that's not he's not cage fighting listen this is a great idea for a fic that that cage fighter oliver 
doesn't know me as his daughter. Mia knows he's her father her. because he looks like her father and like trains her and then yeah. finds out later on. Go fick it I'll out. Read the hell out. Go of fick that. it out. All yeah. right. But it ain't happening on the show. It's not going to no. all of a sudden turn around and that Oliver was there all along as a no. cage fighter. Like, why would he be cage fighting when he could be? He can't get kids? into the city. He's literally <laughs> Oliver Queen DNA. He's the most notorious vigilante yeah. that has existed. They've got his DNA everywhere. The whole Archer program is based off of him. It's like, no, yeah, guys, I'm sorry. Okay. Like, it was just, here's the thing. It was just an homage to Brat for Oliver. That's why the stunt yeah. guy looked a little bit like Oliver. They were trying to make it look like, you know, Mia's going through her Bratva phase. Yeah. That's what that's it was. That's what we said. Yeah, that's that's it. That's it. Um, okay, here's another one from Jessica P. Now, this is an interesting one that I, I, I have a specific thought on. So, the question is, do you think Elena being in the next ep means, one, she'll know about Mia and Felicity being pregnant, and two, is helping with smoke tech on site in the future since Felicity is running it remotely? Now, number one, no. She does not know about Mia. This is not a everybody but Renee and Dinah get to know Felicity is pregnant. This is no, nobody but Dig knows Felicity is pregnant. Right. That's the this way it is, guys. There's no more talking about the baby with other people. It ain't I happening. Know, I know fans think Elena is just the best thing since sliced bread. But listen, Felicity doesn't I trust don't. her either. I don't. I don't think she's the best thing no, since sliced bread. I don't. I, I was never, never all either. that into Elena. But here's the thing. Felicity does not trust her like she trusts Diggle. She's not telling her. She's well, not telling anyone. Elena was a anyone. criminal beforehand working for an evil. I know. Like... I know. People crazy. But <laughs> helping with smoke tech? Maybe. I don't. But I'm not going to count on so. seeing her in the future. I don't think so. Listen, Felicity's going to launch this company without Curtis and without Elena, and that's damn fine with me. It's the way it should be. And yes, like, she can run a multi-billion dollar corporation from her living room because she's fucking Felicity. She was running Parlor Tech from Ivy Town. It ain't hard. She's I'll a brilliant genius. I'll say this. It's more likely that she's helping with smoke tech than she knows about the pregnancy. Yeah, I just but, don't. I'm sorry. I'm not no. expecting yeah, Elena no. to show up ever. We've got well, seven. She's in the next episode. Oh, she is? The stills. No, that's what. That's why the question oh! is. Oh. Well, see, okay, I didn't yeah. know that. I was like, why are we well, even talking sorry. about her? She's not going to show up. Well, <laughs> no, there's a, the, the stills came out yesterday, and they showed Elena and Felicity. Oh. And so everybody's all like, oh, she's going to tell her she's pregnant. I'm like, no. no. <laughs> well, obviously, no. since Archer went online, no. this is somehow Archer related. Exactly. But it's not exactly. baby related. She, so her working with her uh, with smoke tech stuff, sure. But knowing You know what I just realized? No. The only other person who knows Felicity is pregnant is Black Siren, and we have yet to find out what happened to Black Siren. Uh, I'm interested. Um, here's another one. Uh, remember when Emily did that interview a couple months ago where she asked where about her five favorite Felicity moments? She said one was something that hadn't aired yet, and I was wondering if y'all had a theory as to what it was. Yeah. It the was the wiggle. scene. It was it was the scene in seven oh eight. Yep, where they the dress. got dressed up right. for the party and then had some sex. Yeah, that was it. That was it. That was it. I mean, honestly, if Felicity tells, I'm still thinking about Elena. If she tells Elena she's pregnant, I will be blown away. But I'm not expecting no, she's it. She's not going she's to. She's not going it's to. The only it's it's a secret, guys. What part of secret do you not understand? <laughs> Do you think Mia knew about William before seeing his picture in Felicity's Secret Bunker? This was Little. Little? Little? Anyhow. 
That's a good question. No, I don't think she did. I think she was like, who the heck is that kid? I, I don't even think she asked about the kid. Uh, that's no, a plot she didn't hole. ask, but I don't think she knew. Like, no. I think when she saw the picture of Felicity with William, she was probably like, who the hell is that? I just, I like, didn't get did. addressed. They wanted no. to show that Felicity had not forgotten about William because I think there's yeah. a danger of people being like, oh, well, William's not important because he doesn't have Felicity's DNA. Right. And the show is Absolutely showing favoritism true. to Mia. And no. William was just a side piece kid that they Absolutely deep six once they had the biological child. Correct. And I agree that that's a danger with the story. But I line. also don't think Mia knew about. But William so they're that. they're putting in they're threading in things to show Felicity has never forgotten about William. She still thinks he's her, her son because he is right. her son, and she's fighting to get back to him. So they threw right. a p- picture, but they didn't want Mia to know who he was. So because then they doesn't get the surprise reveal. So they just didn't have her ask. <laughs> well, they got into the fight. And I they just they thought about other stuff. And, like, she's more focused she on Felicity being overwatched than she is wondering about who that kid is in the picture. Yeah. It wasn't addressed. But right. I don't, me personally, I don't think she knew who William was. Obviously. She'd never heard about him before. No, know. she didn't. She never asked. So, and Felicity was very specific to leave William out of their lives and not mention him. So, you know... Felicity had a great reason for why she was being overwatched and why she was doing these things. And she, it's not, oh, I'm trying to save the city for our, and she's like, she's going to say our family. That was, you know, when Felicity was like, I've worked 20 years not saying both of your names in the same sentence. That was a moment where Felicity was like, I can't say William. It's not, it's not about just saving the city. It's about getting your brother back is what that would have been a major selling point. Oh, I have a brother. Oh, that makes sense while you're, while you're fighting, you know, but she couldn't say any of that because William had to be a secret. You don't keep Mm -hmm. two precious stones in the same spot. And the less Mia knew about William and the less William knew about Mia, the safer they thought they would be. Correct. So. Agreed. (laughs) but yeah there is no forgetting William Felicity was always Felicity's trying to find Oliver and she was trying to get William back it just took her 20 years which sucks but there it is them's the breaks (laughs) so I think that's it that's all the questions this was a big big Big. podcast I forgot how much was in this episode I was telling Cal, or I was like, yeah, we'll have, we'll get a break. We'll have less with the Canary episode. You know. It ain't all bad. (laughs) Yeah. Agreed. Very much agreed. Oh, fine. All right. I think that's it. Are we good? We are good. We will see you guys. I liked how I say I see you guys. I don't see, see you, you guys. But see ya. Like, we'll see you see next ya. week. Yeah. Okay. Bye. See you next week. We'll be here. Bye. Thanks for joining us this week. Be sure to listen next week. Subscribe to Watch Over on iTunes or Google Play and look us up on Twitter and Tumblr. Bye. Bye.